Wakey, wakey, Iggy, biggy. Tis the Smodcoast Morning Show, blasting awesome sauce all over your interwebs. You, you're not supposed to speak at the, uh, when the, the theme song plays. You know, I just got so excited. It... I'm just excited. You should be excited. Good morning, everybody. It is the Smod Coast Morning Show, Tuesday Left Coast Edition. Um, I'm a host. My name is Marty. Hello, Marty. Hello, Giselle. I'm here with another host. I'm Marty's friend, Giselle, and it's very nice to be here. Uh, we are going to see if we can periscope this whole thing. Um, so I don't know. I don't, I've never actually watched anything on periscope, so uh, tweet in if you know how that works um that's nooner at nooner dan marty there's plenty of room in the mail sec that's nooner podcast at gmail.com tyson and darren run the uh the tumblr page that's tuesdaysmornings.tumblr.com michael binhawk is listening live as a senior smoke oh hello senior smoke yes you um, know i'm getting to know that senior smoke a little bit better what a very nice person so very thoughtful mm-hmm. and uh did you make him a quesadilla yeah I don't make people quesadillas, just my friends. <laughs> Wait, that come out wrong. Yeah, a little bit. Uh, Senor Smoke, no, you know why, you know why I got hung up on that question? Because, um, I got all turned around because so- some people have been taking, making a quesadilla to be a euphemism for, you know, activities. Like what? Activities, private activities in the bedroom. And I don't mean it like that. Rutten. What? Rutten. Rutting? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Have you been rutting on my mayella? <laughs> yes, you like this. That? Yeah. Who was that? That's from... Uh, Medea? No, that's from To Kill a Mockingbird. Oh, yes. Yeah. Which, by the way, there's this sequel coming out. Um, uh, there's another mockingbird. I got to go kill that one, too. I want to see the with the number two. I want to. What about the prequel? There's a, a Harper mock- Lee's really old. I don't know if she's got, got it in her. She wrote this one a while ago. Yeah, uh, she's still alive. She's living in a home, and I guess she's uh, very uh, mentally, cognitively challenged. I guess. Oh. Yeah. So there's some. Do you know who is not these days? This guy. That's what I mean. But, yeah. We all cognitively challenged. No, this guy's not. Oh, oh, this guy's said, not. Who isn't? I'm sorry. I'm cognitively challenged. <laughs> <laughs> I win. Um, you are the winner. Yeah. So normally what I do is I have a big list. If you can see on my screen, there's a big list of things to talk about. Today, uh, I, I didn't have a lot of time to, to do stuff. Um, we're can, can I ask you? Uh, uh, can I finish? Okay, yes. <laughs> no, go ahead. <laughs> no, I'm so bad at this. Um, perhaps the subject of what you was doing that kept you so busy is interesting. Work? Oh, yeah. How is it going? Um, fine. Got, you got know, it done. Uh, you can tell us all about the snacks that what you have mm. at your work because... Mm-hmm. Uh, that's pretty interesting stuff. Well, they have very fancy sort of nut bars and breakfast <laughs> bars. <laughs> you say that bars. <laughs> Please forgive her, everybody. She is cognitively impaired. Um, cognitively. It is, it's a little rainy today here in sunny Southern California. Yeah. yeah. We've got some rain and it's pure June gloom. 
It never rains in Southern California. But girl, let me warn ya. It pours? When it pours. Man. Man, it pours. Uh, that, I think that just dated you. Yes, I don't mind to tell it. Mm -hmm. They say, uh, don't to tell your age. A friend of mine uh, just had some success at a film festival. A film he made won the audience award. And what's the film called? The film is called A Man Wakes Up. And it's a really cute little film. It, this friend of mine is a clown, you know, like a physical clown. He worked mm -hmm. in Las Vegas. And this is a short about a man who all of a sudden, one day, there's another man living with him in his house. For no explanation. No explanation. He tries <sighs> to get rid of him. But he won't be gotten rid of. And so what can they do but live together in peace and clowning? Anyway, it's a really cute film. So he won the audience award. And when he went up to say uh, thank you so much, and he was so surprised, this was his first film, he was really happy. And he was saying, listen, I can't believe this. I'm 50 years old. This is my first film. And so everybody just don't give up on your dreams. And he meant that to be a nice message. Uh -huh. When he came back down uh, to his seat, everybody afterward was congratulating him, but they was all saying to him, hey, listen, man, don't say your age. This is Hollywood. Don't say your age. <laughs> yeah. And I don't know. I think that the way we can begin to remove this stigma uh, in our society about age and beauty and weight and gender issues and all of this is to talk about it and say it more and more. Right. Sure. So that's why uh, I will sing that song and date myself because I am also kissing the underside of 50. Giselle is dating herself and she's kissing her underside, her 50-year-old <laughs> underside. Um, I will be 49 in July. So a year from July, I will be 50 years old. Uh, joining us in the room, it's... Sorry, team. You look like a train conductor today. Rough night's sleep. Sorry, guys. Oh, that sounds like Did you try some little pot? Uh, I didn't. I was trying to go without. Uh-huh. There's your problem. Uh, Bill is with us, and his beard is really beautiful. And okay. I guess people I, I'm gonna tweet are a leaving. Picture. Can I tweet? Sure, sure. Okay. I'm on the fence about the beard, so it's nice to hear that. Uh, people are uh, watching live on Periscope, and I guess they're leaving comments there. But I can't look at the comments because they're on the phone, which is filming what we're doing. Where's the? Where oh. is, where's the? Do phone? you want to use mm. my phone? N no, because I still won't be able to see it. Okay. Oh. Yeah, wow. so it's right at you. That's creepy. That's yeah. very eye in the sky, big brother. So it's the eye in the sky looking at you. I can read your mind. Now that dated us <laughs> more than more than anything else. Well, so she was singing that other song. What um, was the other song? I missed it because um, I was late. It never I, rains in Southern California. I don't know that song. But girl, let me warn you. Oh, I do know that song. When yeah. it pours, man, <laughs> yeah. it pours. That's uh, sort of the same era as a uh, um, what was that Vicky Lawrence song? Okay, the most I've seen you smile since I've known you, Marty. Aww. Last week, what was the Vicky Lawrence song about the, the, the social club? I don't know. Na -na 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 -na. Harper Valley PTA. Oh, Harper Valley. Yeah, yeah. Oh yes. 
Um, last week, Edward Snowden published a, an op-ed in the New York Times. An oped. An op- oh, yeah, oped. Sorry. I, I, I didn't know how it was pronounced. <laughs> I'm cognitively challenged. Um, but uh, about the two-year anniversary of the uh, WikiLeaks and how when it first happened, he was uh, just branded as a terrorist and... Branded. And a, uh, an anti-American spy. Um, and then two years down the line, all these things that we didn't know about have come to light and we've done something about it. Like the NSA spying thing ca- uh, led to the... Beat of you know the the NSA being uh, whatever the Freedom Act you know so it was ten minutes late and I didn't miss uh, didn't miss no, the you, political you, okay. I saw you standing there I was like I'm gonna, gonna wait you <laughs> were standing outside for ten minutes <laughs> well, Jim Rome Jim Rome was breaking down the Cleveland Cavaliers victory the other night and I didn't want uh-huh. to miss it. It, it is that because a Cleveland victory is a rare rare and it's exactly treasured good. thing it's because a Cleveland victory is a rare and treasured thing it's because I take sports way too personally okay, you know what's even rarer oh, than, than that yeah. extremely personally is what's more, more rare is is a Warriors victory <laughs> 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 not this year not this year they've had a great year uh, Snowden Snowden so and then also because of that we know about the TPP and I don't know about the TPP that sounds like a toilet paper reference and with, or a naughty by well, nature reference to if me. you uh, if you knew me, uh, <laughs> then you would listen to the show and know that we we talked about it. We've talked about it a couple of times, and I know you've been here for that. So what does this what what does this stand for? I do apologize. Oh, oh, the Trans-Pacific Partnership. Yes. Okay. We yeah. have. Um, and so one of the uh, let me just get this quote here from Thomas Jefferson, which says uh, the cornerstone of democracy rests on the foundation of an elect an educated electorate. And so, so we are an oligarchy. Uh, so, sure, yeah. And, and uh, you know, in the White House, if you go to the White House website, he, there's a big memo he, he has about, uh, Obama has about transparency and open government. And how that I'm is... I'm so sick of that word transparency. I'm sorry. No, you should be sick of the, the lack of. I'm sick of the lack of it. I'm just tired of the word. Well, they why? started using it to, because it doesn't mean anything anymore. It's one of those words that everybody well, uses as a buzz. It, yeah. No, exactly. But if you, people think if you say the word, then you don't have to honor it because you've said it and right. it's, yeah. take, it's taken away its meaning. And you it's, that, it's a word that everybody uses to try to, it's just a, it's a, it's a buzzword and nobody's actually no, we using are, it. We are taking it. Well, we task. are now. Yeah. This is, this periscope yeah. thing is as transparent as you can get. <laughs> Hell yeah. Um, okay, everyone. Do I, have any, do I have anything in my teeth? This is the naked time. Uh, not many people know this, but we like 15 minutes in, we get naked for the rest yeah. of the show. It's usually just so, for us, but yeah. this time it's for you. Um, yeah, no. So the uh, if we, we look at all the the places where we should be transparent, you know, we had we, Obama has been the most restrictive of uh, of the press. Um, you know, he's tried to censor um, journalists and you know track down. Uh, whistleblowers and 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 it's really not the definition of transparency at all. And and I think wasn't his was it was it his campaign or his first year in office that that word sort of oh he was started he was saying that he wanted more transparency in government and that's what this memo is that he published was about. Um, and so it's really good that there is somebody like Edward Snowden out there that there and we're still mining his what he leaked two years ago. And who knows what else has happened in those two intervening years that we don't know about. Um, but Does anybody else have OPP still stuck in their head? DPP? 
Oh, she P-P? doesn't know what that is. Oh. oh, no, no. What is it? Is it a the Naughty by Nature hit that samples the Jackson 5 that's been stuck in my head since Marty said TPP. Wait, wait, wait. wait. What? You threw so many words out. I heard Jackson 5. It is a Naughty by Nature rap classic that samples the Jackson 5 oh. that has been stuck in my head ever since Marty said TPP. Can you sing a little bit of it? Not necessarily a great song. I don't know any of the words. But oh. the, the chorus is the... Uh, Bum. You know what, OPP? Yeah, you know me. You know what, OPP? Okay. Every last on me. I don't even know what it is. There it is. Jackson 5 right there. Yep. Oh, right. yeah. yep. A simple um, me. Yeah. So um, I just want to say that, like, when you say, like, what, uh, what can we do? When these problems come up, and I think is you didn't say that. That's normally what you would say. You what? are you are getting old. Yeah. What, <laughs> what, so what can we do? Uh, is but what is it that we can do? Yeah. What can we do? Somebody was saying on the internet. Somebody asked, "What do you think will be the death of democracy?" And somebody said, "Apathy." The number one answer was apathy. Right. And I think they have democracy a good point. died. But then again, ago. I don't care. <laughs> I'm kidding. <Zing. laughs> so what can we do, Marty? What I, can we do? Well, we get educated. Yeah. And then the more we talk about these things and the more we know about them as opposed to learning about, you know, who's transgender and who's, you know, right. mad at them for coming out and who's, yeah, you know. Yeah, we definitely, I will say this as a nation, as a culture, we care about all the wrong shit. We do. I know. It's really hard. I don't understand how. <sighs> oh, yeah, I'm not claiming to be guilt free. Oh, in me this, neither. In this I spend a lot of time looking at pictures of Chelsea Handler versus Elizabeth Banks. They look alike. Did they you look know a lot that? alike. I always thought yeah, they were the same. I spent person. like a half an hour on that. I could be researching the TPP, but instead I'm looking up pictures. There's also, there's also the. Uh, Who's the gal from uh, Galaxy Quest who looks exactly like the gal from True Blonde, Real Blonde? I don't know what Real Blonde is. It's a Tom DeCilio movie that stunk. Oh. oh. Mm. The gal that's married to like Pete Sampras or something who looks exactly like the comedian. Right. Misty. Min, Mindy. Mis, min, Misty. Anyway. I know what you're talking about, Giselle. Yeah. <laughs> um, I, John Enbaum directed a movie with her. She's wonderful. She actually did a one-day cameo uh, in, in my Day Made Amaze producer's This is terrible. See, this is I terrible. know. We can't even... We're this is the worst have, show we've done ever awful. by far. We are so terrible this, people. I, it's, it's, it's all coming out. I know. It's but just, let it's me just ask age, you guys. This. It's just age. You are saying of the Freedom Missy Act... Missy Pyle. Oh, Pyle. Mm-hmm. And who's Mrs. P- looking, Pete Sampras? I'm looking that up next. Okay. You, shall we wait while you do that? Then? No, no, no. Yeah, yeah, keep let's, going. Let's it's going to take forever. But this is what I was going to say. Didn't I hear that the, the NSA is now not going to collect our phone data, but the phone company is? Yeah. So it's nothing have changed. Uh, not really, but if the, if the government wants access to that metadata, they have to go... They have to get a, a court order. So oh, they, they have secret courts. They will just do what they want. Bridget Wilson. Oh, Bridget. Right. I thought Bridget they were the Wilson. same person for a really oh, long time. I was thinking time. of like, Bridget Fonda. They're like 15 years apart in age or 10 years apart mm-hmm. in age. Yeah, yeah, but when you're watching movies, you don't take that into account. You just see two movies back to back and you're like, oh, it's the same person. 
And then didn't they say something of the government won't say whether or not it is transcribing all of this phone, automatic transcription of all of these right. phone conversations that they're recording. Uh, and they won't say. that. To me, that means, yeah, we are. <laughs> yeah, the thing is, I, I'm, they, they should do that. Their technology is available and they, they should exploit whatever technology they have. I, are they transcribing my phone conversations? They're, they're transcribing every word we're saying right now. That's a rough job. <laughs> no, but it's all automated, right? That's what you're talking about. I but guess if, if so. you can do that, um, you should take advantage of it, but also it should be difficult for you to use it. And, but we should all know about it as well. You know. Well, I'm going to have to watch what I say from now on. Um, there, the I have to watch what I wear now that we're being. Yeah, I'm, I've never been so self-conscious. I, maybe that's the problem. <laughs> uh, <laughs> it has okay. a chilling effect. So the Smodco universe, or, or specifically Smodiverse. specifically HBO, um, Hollywood Babylon. Uh, Ralph Garman has been very, very vocal about his hatred of Chelsea Handler. And oh. Maybe he's jealous that she makes whatever tens of millions of dollars a year. Who who is he? Uh, he's the host, co-host of of Hollywood Babylon. He's a producer of the. Oh, is a podcast. Mm-hmm. Oh, and it's he- the cornerstone of the network that you're on. I'm get, in, get engaged in the community, Giselle. I'm, I'm cognitively impaired. Stop looking at pictures of Chelsea Handler versus the other one. Elizabeth Banks. Elizabeth Banks. Um, but he's been very vocal um, about her and, and saying very mean, vicious things uh, about her. I, you know, uh, I don't do, find her very funny. But. What do... Why do he feel he have to be involved? You know, if if I if there is an artist whose work I don't care for, you know what I do? It's revolutionary. I'll let you in on my secret. I think I know what it is. I, I don't look at their artwork. <laughs> <laughs> if I don't like it and it upset me, I don't look at it. Yeah. That's the problem is solved. Yeah, I, I guess some people like to in, embrace rage and hatred and whatever. You know, I understand that too. Sometimes it feels so good to get outraged at yeah. something. It definitely takes it definitely takes a conscious effort to. Well, for me, anyway, I'm not going to speak for anybody, but, it t- but for me, it takes a conscious effort to not go the rage route. Yeah. When I'm driving, when I'm yeah. walking down the street, when, you know, yeah. in social interactions, definitely in, in, in you know, in. It, romantic relationship like it's just it's it's easy and a default setting to be yeah. angry to be bitter to be pissed off to be confrontational yeah. to to hate it comes extremely easily for me so it, for me it's a very conscious choice and one that one i make is always successful mm. but a conscious choice to to not hate someone who cuts me off or, mm-hmm. or hate someone who rejects me or hate mm. someone who but you shit on so much stuff you, on this show because it's an entertainment show, it's not interesting to to be super new agey in in this format. It's not interesting. You like you like a little fiction. Well, it's just not interesting. I, I wouldn't feel like I would bring anything to the table if I was. If it was all touch, like, touchy feely. Yeah, I would. I don't think it would be. I don't think I would. I think it would have zero entertainment value. Well, let me ask you this. Uh, going Plus, back. this is an outlet for me to to one degree or another. Yeah. It it, 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 it you know it's. I don't want to be that person who's putting, who's painting on a smiley face, but is full of rage. I mean, I'm an angry person, and I think I have a right to be. I think I have reasons to be. Let me ask you. Um, I just don't want to be like a rage fueled driver. Like that's that's. I'd rather put it into oh, my yeah. work or put it into 
Yeah, put it know, into a, your artwork. Exactly. Definitely. Don't put it into your driving. That's, exactly. That result. But that doesn't mean it's not there. I agree. You know, it doesn't mean that I can't I tap into you. it or it can't well up unexpectedly. Sure. You know? But but the, my point so was, let, it, 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 what, what we were saying earlier about just don't look at their work, don't let it upset you, That's a con- that takes a conscious effort. Let me ask you. This is Giselle shit. <laughs> and you're rolling your eyes? I want to ask you. Did Can this, I finish? <laughs> you, oh, did did this come? Do you think this habit, this rage habit that you mentioned, the mm-hmm. habit part of it, mm-hmm. uh, from your childhood? Was you raised in an angry household? No, let me get the couch. I was not raised in an angry household. Um, you know, my by uh, my mother could snap. I very rarely saw my father angry, and when he was, it was justified, and I knew I was in a lot of trouble. Um. And it was always just. Where do you think it come from in you? I'm Italian. <laughs> Waterson. That's my father's name. My mother's is Grandy, and that's my middle name. From Gra- Campobasso. Campobasso. Uh, uh, I don't know. I don't know. I, I mean, if 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 I, I I it always feels like I'm making up stuff, making up reasons. It's part of why I'm not a huge fan of psychoanalysis. Mm, it's like, mm-hmm. oh, that's the reason. Well, you're still a dick. Like it doesn't matter if there's a oh, reason. I see just what just deal with the fact that it's there. It doesn't matter where it comes yeah, from. Yeah. But um I mean sure, I, I was less angry before I spent, I don't know, six, seven years being bullied. Oh you know. Mm. Uh I got the the more pride I had in my city and the more pride I had in where I was from and my community and the more it got shit on on a national stage, the more the bigger a chip I got on my shoulder, sure. I have heard. It's part of why, like I said, I take sports too personally. A lot of it has to do with that. Like I yeah. happen to love where I'm from. I don't care if you love it or not, but it actually does hurt when people shit on Cleveland. Like it, it, it hurts me personally. They, I think you just got to the root of it because I was just going to say that too. I have heard that anger, if you go a layer beneath that, is actually hurt. You was hurt somewhere. It hurt you. And, uh, when we get hurt and we are too young or we don't have the self-knowledge to deal with it, we we protect ourselves with a scar tissue of anger. So um, my friend was, I was angry about this or that, you know, what happened to me with my buttons and my dream not coming true. I know it sounds stupid, but it hurt me and then I got very angry. And so my friend was helping me to unpack the anger by saying, let's get down to how it hurt you. And mm. like the little girl inside of me that was like, I wanted what I wanted and why didn't I get it? And why was everyone right. so mean to me? Yeah, I'd probably hate bands less if mine had succeeded. Bands. B-A-N-D-S. Music bands. Oh, really, yeah. really shitty, awful bands that yeah. other people seem to like. Yeah. Or, like, I know it's something... I don't I don't love you 2 I think I, I just don't like them. They don't speak to me. It's not my thing. But I'm sure, I'm positive that there's an element of my hating you 2 that has to do with the fact that my best friend at the time, or one of my best friends at the time, was into you 2 at a time that everybody started getting into girls and we started drawing lines between who's popular and who's not. And I was not into girls and I was not popular. And he was into girls and was popular and we stopped being friends and he liked you 2 So I fucking hated you 2 you know. I also hate you 2 Like, I don't think they're very good. <laughs> but So it doesn't help. But but I'm there, there's, there's a degree to which I take it personally, my hatred of them. Yeah. You know, I don't know why... I, I seem to take the Morrissey thing personally, but I think it's just because it's so fucking wimpy that it just, it's so suburban and mopey 
that it's just i i would rather fuel my alienation my frustration you know my fears into something a little bit more aggressive Mm. or or something rootsier a little a little dustier you know, like I got into, I, I was into Dust Bowl music when everyone was into like The Cure and Mopey and Morrissey. I was like, no, nah, I'm going all the way back. Oh. Know, to the original Outsiders, you know. Okay. Blues, blues Men and yeah. Woody Guthrie and, you know. Oh, I like Cotton that Pickers guy. and these guys were like, yeah, I'm, I'm wearing makeup and, and yeah, whatever. Oh, yeah. Uh, it, did, it just didn't, it I never did not, connected to me. I did not get into that, uh, those makeup guys either. But again, all that I do is I just don't watch them. Right. They don't interest me. I don't watch them. Morrissey seems to keep coming up in my life. <laughs> it's in your life right now. And, I know. And you, but it's like one thing to ignore it, and it's another thing to to rage against it. And yeah. So, like when I bring up Morrissey, it brings up some rage in Bill, and it's, yeah. It's, and I'm identifying. Yeah, yeah. No, no, I'm totally. identifying. I'm, I'm, like, I'm, 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 I'm not disconnected. Totally, to it, totally. You know? No, no. I'm well, I unaware when of it. I, I think is what I mean. When I uh, get myself angry about things that are outside of my control well which I'm is ju- everything yeah <laughs> that's the part that pisses me off but that's, it's like, I, it end up just hurting me i'm the one yeah, uh, that's what i don't understand all about, my power about and... sports you know because people get so rageful about sports something that they have no like you know i, I people, might have some insight for people you but like I agree in boston who are just like yeah, fucking tom brady's the best that's the, not a boston accent at all but like the guy's from San Mateo. He's from where I'm from. And he went to school in Michigan. He has no affiliation with, with Boston or New England. And yet he's this symbol for... of he's a god. Yeah, of, of New England greatness. Well, and, that's the symbol is the key word. Right. Like, you... you I very... And, I and very nothing, actively... Nothing you do when you cheer and you're waving your rally towel or whatever... Is making a difference in the game. No, but it is you, it is a way of feeling connected and being part of a community and part of a shared yeah, dream, and that can be very powerful. Right. But I have to say, it's comedic to me the extent to which, um, I, I was watching the NBA uh, Finals Game One, and I was in a great mood. I had just finished my movie, and it was hilarious to me to see how directly connected to the team's success. I felt my success and my possibilities were. And when I saw that they had the ball in their hands with a tied game and they could steal game one, all they had to do was drive to the basket and he didn't, he blew it. And then they had to go into overtime and our, our all-star point guard broke his kneecap and is out for the year. Like, I was like, oh, well then my movie's going to suck and I'll never work again. And it's true. Everyone from Cleveland fails. You know, it just, mm-hmm. it felt it almost that literally. It, it was th- those feelings started welling up and like, yeah, of course no one wants to go out with me. And of course, you know, oh, you know, it's just like it all it all just piles up this like history oh, yeah. of, of sort of failure in the sense that the, the, the glass, the glass ceiling is in the fucking basement. Like, all, that's a very Cleveland thing. And, and, you know, as far as I may have run from it all the way to the other coast and, you know, and as much as I still I mean, I'm wearing a Cleveland shirt this morning. I still love the city. It's a new one, too. I, yeah. I noticed it. It's very nice. Dead Man's Curve. Um, is there a place? There is a place. Yeah, there's actually a, the, the highway goes from like 70 to 35 with this huge, almost 180 degree bend, and there's accidents every morning. Wow. It's like really poorly designed, but wow. <laughs> anyway, um, I I saw it happening and walked away, and, and was I didn't even watch the end of the game. I was like, I'm leaving. I don't want to feel like this anymore, and I'm not watching the rest of the series. Yeah, because I don't want to. I don't want to feel like I'm going to fail because my 
team fails, you know, yeah. and I'm tired of that sense of, and we all know this from, from but our careers out here, but that sense of like what could have been and how nice it would have felt if, you know, yeah. that, that's what kills me about acting. That's what kills me about, you know, I, I guess failed relationships to a degree, but that's, that's different actually. But, but how do you get over that then? I just stopped watching. Right. Until I realized I could stream it on ESPN and I watched game two and I got fucking pissed off again. <laughs> but then that one we won. Yeah, that one you won. I mean, it's, it's, I think there's a way to disconnect yourself. Like when it's just it, as much as like we don't like feeling hatred I, uh, or rage when we, when our team loses, it's also really weird when, when people are like, yeah, we won, you know, like we did it. What's weird is when people, and that isn't weird to me. What's weird is when people riot because they. Oh won. well, no, but but that's weird. When you me. celebrate it as a we, when you, it, it's just a money transaction that happened there. You it's know, not true though. But and like, there's a great, there's a great. Um, LeBron James that, could have gotten more money to go somewhere else. He chose a, well, to go no, back actually, to Cleveland. Actually, he, he, I do respect him for that. But he, like, like he makes so much money in endorsements, it doesn't make a difference. But. Uh, but the fact that he did have some affiliation with home, and and that's why it is I respect the Cleveland uh, fandom because that they that is he is rooted in in Cleveland, you know, and that which the, is rare, team, which yeah, like you said earlier yeah. about Tom Brady, but, like, that, that is a, a rare thing and a special thing. It a meant the world that, to me to be in Los Angeles and see a billboard with LeBron James in a Cleveland jersey, and I was in Los Angeles and drinking there was, Sprite. There was Cleveland. Um, See, money. That, um, well, yeah, but still, uh, you but, can't uh, take away the fact that it meant something to me just because somebody sure. made some money. Um, well, but, I hope my movie makes money. It's not going to take away. No, but that's, but also, that's you. That you made, you made the movie, you know. It's, you didn't make the Cavaliers. You didn't bring LeBron back to, to Cleveland. Doesn't mean there's no connection for me. Uh, but there's a great, that Mitchell and Webb, uh, look sketch that, uh, you can find on YouTube about that. And it's just, I mean, it, there's an absurdity to it. You might feel some, you, what you might feel is genuine, but it's, it's absurd that you should feel that you have any influence or. I don't feel I have any influence. I have a connection. There's a huge sure. difference. Yeah. But, it makes sense to me. And, and, you know, I don't, you look for connection in a million different ways. And I actually think in a lot of ways, sports, a friend of mine has a theory that I, that I ascribe to that sports is a lot like religion. It's how much you want to buy in. How much do you want to play the game? How much do you want to get engaged? How much do you want to believe? Do you want to get engaged? To what? <laughs> Giselle is asking. <laughs> I thought about this yesterday. I was walking around. And there's, there's beautiful women everywhere, not just in L.A., but everywhere in the world. All women are beautiful. And I was like, wow, it would be wonderful to be in a relationship. But it would not be wonderful to have to get to know somebody from scratch. <laughs> So I'll be on my own for a while, I think, uh, until I feel like. But why is it? Somebody. Why is it not good to get to know someone from scratch? Just it's just exhausting. I don't mm -hmm. want to hear the same shit and find out you're crazy just like everyone else. Mm. So, <laughs> hmm. Um, where are you from? How long have you been? Oh, what, do you like this? Oh, you don't like the camp? Does that mean it's not going to work? Getting like, to know you. Cares. Oh, yeah. No you know, just about. keep doing what I don't want to talk about myself. Do the activities that care. you like to do. And you, you know... Uh, I told a, you my strategy. I'll make love to my work and see who gets jealous. Yeah, and you will meet people who are in that community that you are in. Because you're doing what yeah, you... Yeah, I'm not going to date an actress, though. Listen, no, no, no. But I mean, <laughs> in, in the course, you I go camping, you, you meet someone who's camping. Mm -hmm. Oh, I, one time Helmut and I went backpacking and we met a really nice couple up at the lake and we become friends. 
I went to a, a Jim Henson double feature Sunday night, and there was this really cute gal. I went by myself, and there was this really cute gal who went by herself. <gasps> and I was like, this is my chance. But I was really tired, but I didn't talk to her. Okay. Well done. Tyson said... I was say, tired. Tyson has... And I said, well done. <laughs> ...have tweeted to you uh, something to help bring you cheer, which is a beautiful you YouTube... But this is "You'll Never Walk Alone" by Jerry and the Pacemakers. Yeah, that's I, nice. I recognize that voice, Jerry and the Pacemakers. Yeah, fairy cross the, the mercy, won't it land the love, and here I'll stay. stay. Um, and then you will walk, walk alone, and that's okay. There, that's, I don't give a shit anymore. You know who's great? Very good. In in all the I was watching the early Henson um uh it, the the it was a Henson history and Ralph the dog was always appearing on the Jimmy Dean show and they would do these improvised bits partially scripted but partially improvised bits Jimmy Dean is fucking great super handsome great singer off the cuff performer and delicious sausage yeah and really good sausage. <laughs> Now, Ritz Berger but had my... tweeted in about uh, going back to the previous sporty topic. Uh, Johnny Menzel. Do we have anything to say about Johnny Menzel? I don't feel connected to the Cleveland Browns anymore. <laughs> <gasps> oh, is uh, it, again, if we peel back the layer, is there going to be hurt under yeah. there? Yeah, Art Modell lied to the city and stole the team away from Cleveland, and I never went back. Oh, that is hurtful. It was. Um, it, it really was. Yeah, and like the just being the national, like every time the the nation talks about Cleveland, it's always with this like middle finger to all of us. So my exhausting. original question was, what was your what are your feelings about Chelsea Handler? <laughs> <laughs> uh, do you know I have not seen much of her work. Yeah, I was going to say she was great in Pitch Perfect. And then I realized, this is how the whole thing started, I realized it was not Chelsea Handler, it was Elizabeth Banks. Mm. Because I always would go around saying, that Chelsea Handler, she was funny in Pitch Perfect. Um, that, it wasn't her. No, it's Elizabeth Banks. <laughs> so I cannot Who speak. Who then directed the sequel. Yeah. Yes. Which I'm so happy for her that she got to do that. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. that's great. Well, she seems like a pretty uh, normal person in the world of Who, Hollywood. Didn't you have the story at the commercial audition? No. Oh. What was the story? I don't, I don't want to spread poison. And it might have been, I don't remember if it was Chelsea Handler or Elizabeth Banks. <laughs> oh, let's go for it then. No, spread some poison. That's what this, this so, show is all about. Somebody had a commercial audition way before either, whoever, whichever woman it was, was a name or anything. I mean, obviously she was auditioning for a commercial like the rest of us schmucks. And, um, let's see, who do we want it to be? And it was just sort of, he, she like grabbed the guy and was like, listen, do you want to get this or not? Now focus up. Let's rehearse. And this was like super intense, like over the top. Elizabeth Banks. That's who it was. Um, I'm going to say. <laughs> but, wh- that's, but, you know, she that's went, good. whoever it was went on to an outstanding career. So. Yeah. That's the sort of, the Lesser. Sort of uh, um, intensity you need. Uh, again, someone was leaving comments on the Periscope page. Can't read them. <laughs> oh, and I feel bad because we would like to well, comment on your they, comment. Then they just so tweet just them tweet, in. Tweet in. Yeah. Here, we spell it out in case you're not listening. Tweet. <laughs> Other way. All right. Other way. Oh, this way. Okay. The, the way. Eh, eh. So she uh, had a couple shows on the E! Network. and Elizabeth. Oh, Chelsea, Chelsea Handler. Handler. Yeah, and Chelsea Lately. Yeah, and another one. And Chelsea I guess Banks. She was dating like, the head of the <laughs> network. 
Oh. Yeah. So there, there was. Slut. Yeah. So <laughs> she, got, of course, got that, you know. But the fact is, like, she was. Was know, she attacked selling? for that? Oh, of course. Right. Yeah. You know what they probably talk about? Where are you from? Do you like camping? <laughs> And she's like, I, I, I'd like an, I'd like my own TV show. See, you got to stay Where in the. Where are you from? Do you like camping? You stay in the uh, game, Bill. You, uh, you're gonna start dating the studio head. Uh, you can, <laughs> yeah, the head of, of, uh, uh, uh Comedy Central. Um, <laughs> but now she has a show coming up Sounds on like work. Netflix. Uh, yeah. Yeah, and she's already shitting on, uh, E. Um, or E. I guess that's where it was. Oh, she e. did not like E. Well, she, I think she's. Uh, I don't know. I think she sounds like she's biting the hand that fed her. Well, I think she's just opinionated, you know, and it doesn't hide her her feelings about yeah. stuff without yeah. any regard to um, uh, the consequences because it served her well. You know, people. Yeah. That's why I think people like her is because she's very upfront about her feelings. And um, I don't I know. Have she's, to be honest, I'm not familiar with her work. At all. I, I, I'm just I, familiar with the fact that a lot of people don't like her. Yeah, and I tried to watch her show once, and it just wasn't funny to me. Uh, but good for her, you know. I'm always like that. That's someone I I can't explain like why. <laughs> it's okay. There's nothing <laughs> the to hide. The cutest thing I've ever seen. Bill just very coyly pulled out from under the table it's a little baggie, and then what come out? A peanut butter sandwich and jelly yeah, and jelly. And jelly. And do you have a Fat Albert uh, lunchbox there that you're hiding? <laughs> no, I have a $6 million man lunchbox yeah. with the thermos where he's fighting the abominable snowman. The, um, and I like that you use the foot. heel of the bread. Show everybody on the periscope. See? He's, he's not. He used the I'm like a Native American. I use all of the loaf. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. Uh, yeah, the, the white man usually just throws that part away. <laughs> what is your Indian name? Uh, Eagle Eye. Yeah. I used to be an Indian guide instead of Boy Scout. No, it was Hawkeye. Hawkeye. Yeah. Because you were spotting dimes right and left? No, because I have weird eyebrows. Oh. Oh, so, okay. Uh, right. So she's having a... a, a Chelsea Handler has a show on... I don't understand the connection. <laughs> uh, so she's having a show on Netflix. <laughs> and then uh, we've been seeing all the, the promos of Stephen Colbert's new show. You know, oh. he shaved off his beard, which is very funny. He's just doing these little, like, short things. He Last night or yesterday, he posted... Uh, Composing the song for his sh- sh- new show. He's smart too. He's so smart. Drip feeding all these cute creative things. And they're really cute and creative. Yeah. And it, it, it actually makes me excited. I, I was thinking the other day watching, uh, The Daily Show, which is not nearly as edgy as it once was. And it really feels like he's just coasting slowly towards the finish line, uh, John Stewart. And, um, and I'm just thinking, I've not, as much as I think Trevor Noah, the, the new host, is like this, he's a, such an engaging guy, very funny, I've watched his stand-up, but I'm just, I'm, I'm thinking like, oh, I'll be able to reclaim another half an hour, um, you know, more. Of uh, sleep or of something. Of sleep, and yeah, and now that uh, Colbert is off the air, it'll be a full hour that I'll have. Oh. But, then, but then I see, like, the Colbert stuff, and I'm like, oh, I can't wait to see, I actually genuinely want to see Colbert, and that's 
an hour there. <laughs> so I'm, I'm back, back to square one. Like, Six are you steps forward, ten steps back? Like, I think he's so funny and he's very, really talented, and and he has that musical theater background, which is so fun. I'm talking about Colbert. Mm-hmm. Um, that I'm really excited to see what he does. Are are, are you? Um, I've been out of the late night game for ages, but I do. I do love the comedy variety show format, and because he's so talented, I could see him doing more than just sitting and talking the way most hosts do. Right. Um, like the the whole late night landscape is completely different. Um, you know, I don't watch. I don't well, want. I don't watch Fallon at all. I don't watch any of them. Yeah, I find I Jimmy Fallon. It's Kimmel. It's so stunt oriented. It's just like let's have. Let's have celebrities play, have a water balloon fight, and it'll be hilarious. And I'm sure that they're just like, as soon as the cameras are off, like, okay, where's my replacement clothes? Get me out of this. Where's my limo? You call this a peanut butter and jelly sandwich? There's a crust on this. I want my water bottles filled with Evian. Yeah. What water balloons. balloons. I messed up that joke. No, it was good. It was good. I was with you. But and then Kimmel is fine, but I usually just watch those things afterwards on, on YouTube and but I would I would get excited to watch an entire show of of Colbert. Okay. Yeah, do you have a feeling about that? Well, uh, I too have been out of the late night game. Were you ever in the late night game? Uh yes. I used to stay up uh, to watch the um, the one uh, with David Letterman mm-hmm. when he first started and was ascending. Um, that's the one that I watched. But since then, I stopped on him, and then I did not continue with the other ones. Right. Usually, you know, I don't have time to watch very much TV um, because we're doing this and that, and I'm just busy. I, I make a video. Uh, because we went to CatCon this weekend. Did you guys hear about CatCon? What the fuck is CatCon? Well, it was fantastic. I heard about it. I can't believe you went. This is me drip feeding because later in the show... I'm oh, right now we'll do it. Oh, really? Well, let me tweet out a picture first. Hold on. Well, I tell you... So CatCon is a exactly what you think it is. It is a a convention for cat lovers, and it was really fun. Here, let me tweet this out. Me at cat con. This is such good podcasting. Listening to <laughs> yeah. me, me type. So, well, I, w- I wish I could talk about it, but, but I really don't know anything other than it's a cat con- a cat fanciers convention. Yeah, I will tell you all about it. Hold on. Are you okay. going to the cat cafe? They're opening in Little Tokyo. Oh. <gasps> They are opening a cat cafe because mm-hmm. they have those in Japan, right? And yep. now they're opening one in Little Little Tokyo. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's so sweet! You have a cup of coffee and you pet a little kitty. That is nice. Is that a you euphemism should, as you well? You should do their ads. <laughs> I would love to. That's really sweet. How many people w- were there? It was really crowded. <laughs> oh boy! And you know, I have never been to a comic con. Before, but oh. I, now I get it. I mean, I always understood why people love it, but now I really understand. And were they allowed to have cats there? No, you were not allowed to bring your cat, just your love for cats. But here, play the clip. I, I made a little clip. Okay. Were there lots of cats there, though? Uh, no, just people. Oh, and then some to give up. I'll tell you about it. Play that clip. All right. Okay. Here it is. Okay. Cat- CatCon 2015. <laughs> I hope you licensed this. Ooh, music. production value. We're here at CatCon, the first annual cat convention for cat lovers, and we're going to see what it's all about. Oh, this is 
photography, cat artwork, cat painting. Wow! Oh, look at these cat toys that are shaped like little food. I love those. Oh, kitty bow ties. Look how handsome they all look. What is the name of your cat? My cat is Rocky. What is the name of your cat? Commander Cody. <laughs> Cormos. Lola. Joey, Jasper, and Fiona Chanel. Rock Pomney. Bootsy. My cat's name is Emmy. Felix. Comet. Oh, I love that. There's just so many cat things to see and cat lovers to meet. I'm overwhelmed. So you got some cat names. <laughs> yeah. It was a little hard to hear. What was the. What I were heard the, it just fine. What were the best cat names? Uh, I like that one that was Wapamne. She explained to me it's a Native American word that actually have nothing to do with cats. It has something to do with water or flowing like water. Uh, and I also like the the lady who say, what what did she say? She said my cat's names are, you know. Oh, hey. huh? well, somebody, okay, somebody objects to all the attention all that the cats ca- are getting. Yeah. Yeah. She, what did she say? She said her cat's name were like uh, Lavi Bubu and Coco Chanel or something like that. <laughs> uh, Fiona Chanel. Fiona Chanel. So and I, I said to her, uh, with Fiona Chanel, your most recent cat, and uh, because I could tell she was getting more adventurous with the names. <laughs> I, Fiona Chanel. At, at, at comic conventions, they actually have comics. Like you can buy them and you can read them. Oh, and, yeah. yeah. But at the cat convention, there were no cats. It's there, cat there was, products. Right? It was mostly cat products, products for your cat, or lots of artwork that have to do with cats, or little stuffed cat animals. But then products for cats, like carrying cases or scratching posts or little toys or bow ties. Well, and then also they did have adoption cats. So they had I, a big, like, yeah. I, I like dogs, and I like cats too, but I, I own dogs, and but I would have no interest in going to a dog convention. So, like, I wouldn't what, even go to a Cleveland convention, if you can believe so it. So you're and asking, you're, like, what is the... Yeah, what, what is the mentality of the people like there? Like, what, what are what are they interested in? What can they get there that they can't get anywhere else? Or what are, why are they there? Um, I think... I think that, uh, you know, that's really good. And I should have asked more questions like that. But then, <laughs> <laughs> then <laughs> I got to go back. <laughs> okay, next year. Why are you here? <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, there is something about um, cat people because cats is so finicky and they have very subtle personalities and they're also really cute and they are very polarizing some people like some people don't and so i think there is a good core a lot of people who just are really fascinated with the animal the species and with their pets Uh, you form kind of a bond with your little pet and because cats is so finicky um it take a certain kind of disposition to have a bond with a cat, and I no, guess I, I, I guess get that. But what? Why are they there, though? Oh, to enjoy the cat products and to see each other. A lot, lot of people the, was wearing little kitty ears. A, a, in any sexy costumes. cats in in uh, lot fish nets? Of, yeah, lot of fish nets with little kitties on the thighs. Oh, the, Jesus. The hosiery. And what was up. the most eye-rolling moment that you had there? Uh, eye-rolling moment. Well, you know, I liked it, so I was not rolling my eyes. But I really still, liked there's it. A, there's a limit. 
right? You know. Yeah, let's see. Were there I any furries there? You know? There was one guy dressed as a cat. Uh, there was one guy who make an app where it put a little cat on your face and he did it to me. He took a picture and then he, he, he superimposed a little kitty thing, make me look like a kitty person. I ended up just looking like that lady who have all that plastic surgery. <laughs> Do you know who I mean? Wittgenstein, Wittstein? Caitlyn Jenner? No, no, no. There's a lady who have make herself look like a cat. Oh. Specifically. Oh, really? Yeah, she really, really wealthy. And she really liked cats, and so she- Jocelyn Wildenstein. Boom! Never Drop the mic. Her. Uh-huh. You do it. That's I great. I did a Google search. You did it, Jocelyn Wil- Wildenstein. Sure. Wildenstein. Mm-hmm. Wildenstein. Mm-hmm. Rich idiot. Uh, so she's really rich, and she uh, probably a little cuckoo. <laughs> she make herself look like a kitty. Tyson, will you tweet out the picture? <laughs> um. So that, that, uh, but, um, all the stuff was really cute. Those little cat toys, they have little miniature chicken leg and little hamburger. Did you, did you buy anything? No, because I'm, I'm on a, I don't need any more objects in Got my it. life, but there was lots of cute things. Oh, I know what was the most eye rolling. See, thing. this is what we're getting to. This is. Yeah, okay, okay. let's, let's Here we hunt go. for the negativity. No, you guys is going to really have a negative field day with this. You know those pictures when you go to the doctor, especially if you go to the OBGYN. Right. Which I, you that's do. That's Bill and I met. <laughs> <laughs> and they have the medical picture of a pregnant lady body. So it's a woman in profile, except the, in illustration, except her belly, uh, you can see the cross section so you can see the little baby inside her belly, right? Sounds vaguely familiar. You have seen these pictures mm-hmm. in medical education illustration. So th- there's an artist who make this kind of drawing, except that instead of a baby in the belly, it's a kitty. A kitty fetus in a, in, human, in woman? a human woman. And that, I must admit, I had a little bit of difficulty coming it, to it, understand who would buy this artwork. He <laughs> was s- selling that art? They had posters, miniature posters, postcards, magnets, T-shirts. So somebody's buying all of this. <laughs> and then one lady told me, she say, I say, how did you become a cat lady? And she said, well, you know, I had a dream that I was giving birth to a cat. And uh, so there you go. People is really oh into it. Oh, my God. If you, they're on Etsy. There's a pregnant cat lady art print you can get. There you go. And it's, yeah, there's, it shows the head crowning through the woman's. Ugh, um, what? Let me see. Let me take a pic. Take a pic. Yeah. Um, oh my God. That's horrible. See, yeah, what, like, I don't understand. Again, I don't like. Yes, that's the one. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> and there was a lot of people around that just, booth. Like reacting to that. Like, why would they? What, what, I, 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 just, too, I too it's don't. It's so foreign to me that. It's foreign to me too. And I'm a cat Everybody's lady. nuts. You're all nuts. We all are. You is all upset about Cleveland Brown. Um, we've got kitties coming, crowning. <laughs> Yeah, if you do a, a the world is mad. Yeah. 
What can so we do much. but just take off our pants and jump around? You know, <laughs> on Etsy, this this seller has a, a five star rating uh, on 126. I'm telling um, you, there was a huge customers. crowd around this booth. All right, I gotta see. This. It was very popular. Tyson, will you tweet out? Or Marty, can you tweet? Uh, and the artwork is very well done. Yeah, and I was hoping it would be less photorealistic. No. Um, sorry, I'm having some mouse technical problems. Um, so there was, I was asking people about the politics of the term cat lady. Uh, oh, I, you went deep. Yeah. And some people, most of the people there, because uh, I would say, how do you feel about this term? And they would say, I am a cat lady. And they would, were very proud of it. And, I don't mind to be called a cat lady, but I just have two cats. Is there a difference between a cat lady and a crazy cat lady? Yes, I think there can be. Did you, do you think the more proper term is cat woman? No, that's a superhero. Supervillain. Oh. So you what I know. Fuck DC. Is there a cat girl? Probably. Oh, uh, there's bat girl. Why can't we all and just be that cat, girl. cat people? <laughs> that girl. <laughs> Uh, oh God. <laughs> did I just date myself again? Uh, yes, you did. Well, it was fantastic. <gasps> Hello. Um, um, if you're, the, and I also met a cat dude. Yes. And he, I said to him, "Would you consider yourself a cat lady?" And he said, uh, "And I said, how about a cat dude?" He said, "Yes, okay." Um. Still but, lame. But <laughs> but the point is, I understand the connections now, and. I, I'm going to go to Comic Con. Really? Be, yeah, because I feel like crowds. Be, uh, this is what I liked about CatCon, especially, was the feeling of everybody being there, enthusiastic about this thing together. This communal enthusiasm. There's a was lot of really, really engaged. There is a lot of that at Comic Con, but there's also a lot of Comic Con sucks now because it's this ruined Twilight ruined Comic Con, and oh, this is nothing's cool enough. You know, there's that like nerd oh. um, resentment. Nerd resentment. That's because everyone's uncool. So the only way to be un the only way to be cool in in a sea of uncool people is to say this is dumb. Okay. So there's oh. a lot of there's a lot of people shitting on Comic Con at Comic Con. Well, I'm going to go, and I won't be taking a poo on it. I will enjoy it. Guess who just walked in and he have got a beautiful haircut and he have shavings. And an appetite. <laughs> Sorry to eat breakfast. He's just here for the snacks. Hey, it's everybody. It's Steve Kruger. It's no, it's Steve Emily. Kruger. Oh, it's, it's Emily. And doing the, uh, the Kruger trans, voice. Transgender Emily. That's a good band name. <laughs> Sorry, I had a call. Hey, I'm happy to see you because last I heard you was not planning to come today. When we hear that? Last night. Oh. But I'm Is there like a meeting the night before I that you guys... Be, uh, Marty and I was having dinner last night. You guys always have dinner before the show. You guys have dinner sometimes. Not before the show. I've After never had dinner show. with any of you. <laughs> <laughs> yes, you've been. I've had you over for dinner. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Three years ago. Bill, um, you want to go to dinner? Sure. Okay, I would like that. I would too. Okay. I don't eat cheese, so quesadillas are out. I can make you a cheeseless one. <laughs> then it would then it would then, just be a dia. That's a dia. <laughs> oh, There's no okay. queso. And this is a dia breaker. Oh, <laughs> cut her mic. Oh, <laughs> now, you know what? Give me give me the uh the, the uh, I'm going to cut people's mic today. That I, was I, I, in I, honor that was, of father. 
Mother's Day because right. I have to the do Jesus. a dad joke. This is a this is a, a reference to a DJ Jam Master J, James. Oh wait, there you go. Why why did he play the Wookiee sound during a bad joke? I don't know. That was his thing. Does everyone like Star Wars? Does everyone? Did I was, were that was that what Chewbacca was saying? He had real bad dad jokes. I was trying to talk about <laughs> saying this dialogue sucks. I was trying to talk about Star Wars this weekend at a at a party of film people, and everybody hated Star Wars. So it's just like I I <gasps> had no. How just to try to have a new opinion. No, no, no. There was just it just wasn't their thing, you know. It's the difference between something not being your thing and hating it. Oh well, well it, they didn't. Yeah. Anyhow. What do you mean they didn't like it? It's just they just didn't like it. They were just like, didn't care for it. Yeah. Didn't didn't were, float their boat. They were like, um, oh, well, well, I don't think I've seen it since it came out. And what? You, what <sighs> yeah. Wait, just stop everything. Where were you? What kind of place? <laughs> Brunch. Film people brunch, okay. I, more more specifically. Oh, I, were these like super indie film? Was Whit Stillman there, you know, waxing uh, poetic about one guy? He makes, the 80s. He makes indie trailers. There you go. for a living. Uh, one is a film development person at uh, a independent film company. Terrible, yeah. terrible. Yeah. Okay. And so they're all a writer. Bunch of broke assholes. Uh, no, no, they're all actually <laughs> successful assholes, but <laughs> that's why they don't like Star Wars. Right. Uh, what was your meeting about? Tell us all about it. Tell us about it after we do the top of the hour, because you're listening to the Smod Coast Morning Show on the Internet, Smodcast Radio. Oh, my God. Whatever. I, give you one, I told you, you one thing to do. I told you I didn't sleep well last night. Also, I do on the fly because I didn't want to interrupt. Hey, Bill, yeah. and yet can you hit the brown note? What's up? Can you hit the brown note? What does that mean? <laughs> I don't know. I don't get the joke. There's uh, a mythical note, a uh, frequency register that when you hear it, it makes you lose your bowels. It's huh. called the brown note. What was that band from the 90s that had that. the deep-voiced guy? Oh, yeah, yeah. Superman the Canadian band. any money. What was Trading that song? The world from Solomon Grundy. Was the song Once called? Once there was this boy. Crash test. Lower, movies. lower, lower. Once yeah. there was this crash boy. Crash test. It was the, it was the crash test. So that, it makes you poop. Yeah. Uh, no, they. Uh, I have this other note. That this, so my, my brown note is called coffee. <laughs> you drink it and you poop. Yeah. Or as yeah, I like I to call coffee. it, pinch fluid. Pinch fluid. Makes you pinch. Yeah, you got to top yourself off. You're running low on, on pinch fluid. Pinch fluid. I just had some pinch but fluid. But in order to have... Wait, a, I thought you didn't drink coffee. A, you I have know. to unpinch. I've just had an espresso. Oh, and you're wired. Uh, at your meeting? Tell us about your meeting. Unless you can pinch into different No, other shapes. people have stuff. Hold on. We'll, we'll just put a pin in it. Like one we'll of those cookie extruders. I was saying... In order to have a movement, you need to unpinch. We would be the worst improv troupe. It would just be. It would be called the uh, the, the cacophony, or cacophony, because we'd have a. It was just four people talking over each other. All right, we need a place and an occupation. Um, our dude ranch and uh, a fry cook and go. Uh, anyway, so uh, I was wondering the other day, like, what's going on? And I don't know. You, want, you, the you know, the great, I mean, what is she? Mm. Can I finish? I have a horse. And scene. My back. <laughs> Ask um, me again, Marnie. Okay. How was your meeting? Can I have a suggestion for how was your meeting? <laughs> <laughs> Ask me again, Marnie. Okay. And this is Robert Altman improv. <laughs> <laughs> the Altmans. 
<laughs> um, so, uh, Steve, you were just at a meeting, uh, which is why you're late. How how'd it go? What was it about? <laughs> oh my god, you guys are terrible improvers. He was be- uh, he wanted his space. No, he wanted you to. He- oh, okay. Oh, okay. Can you start? Comedy is about listening. Well, uh, that's why I, I was see, ready to listen I to you. I see that you have white things dangling from your ears. Are those earrings that you made? You know, Marty uh, asked me specifically. He said, please, please, Giselle, please, can you bring some sort of a headset or earphones so that you can hear when you're off of the mic? <laughs> and by the way, you've been on mic the entire time. I know, and it's these are comfortable, so there's improvement happening every day. And how many times has he asked you to put a mic on, or headphones on, and how many times have we said you're off the mic? Many, many. Many, many. But, many, but many. Resolved. Are you so a one, late two, adopter? Three, many. Late adopter. Yes. But you're a strong I'm, adopter. I'm a beta tester. No, no, no you're I'm, a zeta tester. I'm a zeta tester. <laughs> so, can you ask me about my meeting? How um, was your meeting? Three, can you watch two, one? <laughs> when you're watching Periscope, yeah, do you, do you, can you watch it from a desktop computer? I don't. Uh, maybe you can. Oh, um, so we're why peris- we're periscoping? Michael Diaz have just tweeted that the Periscope have a bad connection. You have a bad Shocking. connection. Shocking. Who me? I don't know. Um, but uh, so, how was your meeting? <laughs> it's good. Good. Okay. No, what was your meeting about? Tell us all about it. People want to know what the, what the, what the backs, the, the the ugly side of Hollywood is all about. So there, you're just snorting espresso. Gotta love coffee. Have sorry, you ever I'm... had your coffee too early and you time it badly so you're in the middle of a meeting and you feel the need to go? All the, the time. Brown note. What do you do? Supper. Do you say, excuse me, studio head, I know we're on the verge of really... Studio, excuse me, intern, who took a meeting with me in the parking lot. Excuse me, Hollywood. <laughs> Excuse me, Hollywood. Uh, Hollywood, is you going to finish that donut? <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, Ask me about my meeting. Yeah, what, what was it about? You don't want to say. What was your meeting about? I don't drink coffee. This is an odd feeling. I drink tea, so I don't have that, uh, oh, that anomaly. I drink coffee, I drink tea, my Just friend. plain black tea or Anybody? English breakfast or... Uh, Sting? Earl Grey? Englishman in New York. Chai? Anybody? I like black tea in the morning and green tea in the evening. Or later in the day. Black, I mix it up. Black tea in the morning. That and sounds green. like a song by Squeeze. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Black or tea the, in the morning. Those ones who uh, got my fruitcake, my washcloth. That's no. Squeeze, isn't it? And some yeah, shoes. Yeah. Um, yeah, black coffee in bed. Although That's I had we're English about the same thing, guys. I know. Yeah. No, but no. But I did not know. Are those headphones on, or are you listening to Terry Gross just hum in your ear? You're wonderful, Giselle. <laughs> Keep making buttons. Tempted by the fruit of another. Whoa! Bruno just That's opened the gate. That's amazing. The dogs are out. They figured the, it Bruno out. Bruno literally They're let the dogs out. They're sentient. Run. <laughs> I'm wow, so that happy was incredible. you're here. Thank you. I'm so happy you're yes. here. Thank you. I'm happy to be You're here. You're such a special person. I want to no. take... Yeah. I have to take a moment. Okay, cut her mic. I don't, this is going to get weird. <laughs> it is going to get oh, weird. Oh, boy. Fasten your seatbelt. I really like you. I like you, too. I think you're a special person. You're immensely talented. And no, 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 no. But how was the meeting, though? Well... Fuck is that sound? Oh, the dog is eating your grimace vomit. Yeah, is that okay? He's licking the wow, bowl. The dogs are really going for it. They're so what's going cute. on here. What's yeah? What's got them all riled up? 
Marty. Uh, it only happened when you came, Stephen. So maybe you were. Oh, some they don't. Sort of they cologne. don't. They don't like me. Also, yeah, I had a that dog. Only they can smell that Marty uh, shepherded, 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 mm-hmm. and th- I think they can smell it on me, and they don't like this dog. Marty is not the dog whisperer. He's the opposite. He basically is living below them. He's he's a subservient. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm slave. I'm slave. Or, or at the same level. They, everyone kind of runs feral here. Yeah. Wait. Dyson have just tweeted in a really great improv name for our group. <laughs> no, don't tell us. Just keep laughing at it. The Grinding Halts. No. <laughs> that was really that is a good one, Dyson. So ask me about my meeting. What was your meeting? What was it about? Was it for a TV show? Was it in the parking lot? It was in the parking lot. Was it at Intelligentsia? All right, I was buying drugs. God. Did you just pull your cars up next to each other the opposite way? So 669ing? Uh, is that what they call it? I call it car 69. Cops do it. They pull, they pull up next to each other, but they're like sick. Their yeah, gen- so genitals are lined up. The two driver's sides are together. Yeah. And that's the way they can compare notes. I noticed you wrote down for podcast. I'm looking at your notes. Oh, you can't hide your notes from me. I can um, see them. It says Chelsea Handler slash... Elizabeth Eliz, not Elizabeth, Eliz Banks. We already I, had that conversation. We did. Yeah, but you didn't cross it out. You crossed out the Germans love. Because that was food, le- that football. was last week. Oh, the, oh. <laughs> wait, that's all you have for this week. You wrote down <laughs> Chelsea Handler and Elizabeth. Banks. That's your preparation. <laughs> Listen, it's more than we, I did. We spent a good ten minutes on that. <laughs> well, there you go. So, where was the meeting? It's because I noticed how much they look alike. <laughs> I'll never forget when young uh, Emily looked over at my iPad, shocked that I had written stuff down. Not not necessarily for the show, but ideas hit me and I put them in. I don't write them on a piece of paper, a buck slip. Was that your personal production company, buck slip? No, this is just a piece of paper. You know what this is? You know when the bank send you a bill or something, your, mm-hmm. your statement, and is uh, it have automatic perforations in thirds? Yes. And some of them don't have any writing on it, so I salvage those and use them for scratch paper. <laughs> reduce, reuse. Did you just stuff. say automatic perforations in thirds? Yeah. That's, that's a deep rush cut there. That's a deep one. <laughs> <laughs> Let me hear it. It's, I'm off the mic, Martin. He's trying to make adjustments I'm on doing the mic. Like it's fucking Phil Spector over here. Like, no, no, no. I got to bring the 15K down a little bit. Fly by night and reparations in thirds. And the funny thing is the song's in 5-4, but it's thirds. I mean, you know. The, Wasted opportunity. The, there, the right? humor there that they that Rush possess. Do you think you booked the job? <laughs> like, is, is this his first time meeting or? You really need to know why I was on a conference call today. Oh, but where were you having coffee? Oh, at the mm, co- the place down coffee. the street from your house. Swirk? But you have tea. Swork. <laughs> Swork. Swork. No coffee tables. Swork. Oh, that place sucks. Go to Swork. Isn't it Swork? Swork. Is it Swork right. or Swork? No, I asked it as a question. Scintillating conversation. <laughs> um, we are going to New York this weekend. Yes, I'm going to New York uh, for a friend of mine, a relative of a friend, is having his bar mitzvah. Will you see a show? You know, I had not thought about it because I was saving time to be with all the families. So whatever they want to do. So, But maybe one of the nights. And I understand, Mr. Marty, mm-hmm. that you is going to New York too. Yes, I'm going for a funeral. Um, oh. I think we talked about Isn't about that it before. interesting? I'm going for uh, the birth of a man. Cycle of life. 
and you're going for the death of a man or woman? Woman. Death of a woman, birth of a man. Yeah. Um, Whose song was that, Stephen? That's the saddest part of the like new, America of Newsies yeah, that, that, like, that I'm that I'm in tech right now. That was a Jim Croce. It was a Newsies call. I'm literally going to do Death homeless people woman, uh, a doing a musical. Um, so, like, when was the last time you guys were in New York? I haven't been in New York in six or seven years. I had lunch with my mom in the Russian tea room before she left for Russia. Oh, well, wow. How about what you, did you Cougar? have? Uh, something that was heavy and too sweet. Oh, <laughs> Russians. <laughs> <laughs> Setting them up and knocking them down, guys. I'm I'm just looking for suggestions of things to do in New York. That's all I'm doing. See a show. That's your bill. <laughs> Go to see a show. Go see a show. You gonna see a show? We saw the greatest show. Okay. I'll see a show. I would recommend Times Square. Uh, hang out there as much as possible. There's an M and M store that is to die for, mm-hmm. and there's. People dressed up like superhero characters and walking around. You can around. watch them fight. You can watch them fight and get maced by the cops. Yeah, he- Hello Kitty just got in a fight with like Minnie Mouse. Oh, oh yeah, I love it. Yeah. Um, all right, I'll do that. Thanks, guys. You guys are so fucking helpful. <laughs> so there is a pizza place, and if <laughs> any, yeah, Rays, no. original Rays, not oh, that's Rays. Good. You've been to original Rays? I think so. Not Rays. But this pizza place that I like is called uh, Pizza Grupo, G-R-U-P-P-O. It's down near Thompson Square Park, Tompkins, Tompkins Square Park. And uh, it's a really great pizza place, really great. Uh, very thin crust, made fresh, everything fresh, fresh, not too greasy. Great place. That's a plug. Okay, great. <laughs> Thank a- you. A pizza plug. You're paid to say that? That's a plug? This show brought no, you I, by... That's how, that's how much of a plug it is. They don't even pay me. I have to pay them. <laughs> <laughs> I think I owe them 10 bucks for what I just said. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> Come on. Bill. I wish I that... Laughed. Okay. No, you don't have to, but all of a sudden I feel out to sea. <laughs> <laughs> they, they get very good reviews on Yelp. And you have to believe what Yelp says because Yelp never lies. Uh, all right, I'm going to. What are you going to do other than Times bury Square, your aunt? Times Square, Times Square M and M store, and and then Grupo Times Pizza, Square. Fresh Air, in East Village. That's Every, it. You're, Green Acres. Yeah. Then back. Green I always like to go to the Metropolitan Museum of Artwork. The Whitney. There. Yeah, oh, I'm going to see the new Whitney. I think. Oh. They, they just moved. I, in uh, the in a new building. I believe so. Yeah. Um, but I hear you know, Brooklyn's going off. I'm going to go see Nico Case in Brooklyn. And, uh, <laughs> oh my God. You can't just say, okay, this gets into something. Actually, I can do whatever the fuck I want. This gets into whenever the fuck I want. Uh, something that you, uh, I think Nico Case is wonderful. I just think live music sucks. Um, I saw a Canadian band called, uh, the band July talks, uh, July talk. Um, and uh, they were fantastic live. Would never get their album, but they were so in fun and engaging, and they were spraying fake blood on each other, yeah. and just dancing around. Really good show. Um, so uh, it made me excited about live music. But mm. um, we were talking about judgment before the mics turned on. Oh yes, about and and how uh, when you got called up for being judgmental. Called yeah, you did. Yeah. I find that hard to believe. Well, here is what went down. 
<laughs> Some friends. So my call was about a uh, a book. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Go ahead. It's perfect timing. I will. I will defer. No, 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 no. It's, the mic is yours. You don't want to tell us. It's not that interesting. Okay. Well, we can be the judge of this. Well, we'll see, yeah, do want we'll see us, how boring your story is, and then if I, I'll, I'll have it chambered in case you uh, yeah, are out to good. see yeah. again. Yeah. That's good. You be in the batting cage warming up. Okay. Um, some this is like the behind the scenes of a show, but there's actually no show. <laughs> and it is. It's like show. Larry Sanders, but they never show the, the show he's making. <laughs> Very meta. Uh, Three, two, two, one. Some now she's gone, and I'm out with a friend. Out with a friend. Out with a friend. Staying on my notebook and coffee. Oh, That's the yes. song. Not the song you were singing. Was coffee. Tyson was reminding us that uh, you were singing Tempted. By the fruit of another. Uh-huh. So some, this another. was the judgmental thing. Some friends of mine... Um, have been redoing their house Ugh. interior and <laughs> and in my estimation houses <sighs> friends the house Ugh. is already very very fancy and in perfect working order so they're just doing this I'm not sure why to to satisfy some aesthetic notions that they have in their head we need new kitchen countertops. It, and I was uh, to make up for the fact that they stopped having sex five years ago. No, maybe so. Yeah, mm. see, I can out judgment anybody. I guarantee it. You are very masterful at that. <laughs> don't let anybody tell you you don't have a skill set. Uh, so anyway, but I was trying to figure out. So they they say to me, "Oh, what do you think of our new this and that? What do you think? Oh, don't you just love our new rugs?" Our That's new why this? they did it. And I was looking. I was asking Marty and our friends for some advice of how I can respond in a way that is polite, very polite, but that does does not force me to lie because the truth, and this is where the judgment gets in. The truth is, I have a negative judgment about what they are doing. It, it, it I don't think i think it is wasteful and selfish um that's my personal judgment mm -hmm. i don't want need to tell them that opinion they have right. not asked me i'm not uh, that's fine but how can i respond when they say oh what do you think of our new rug i and don't I, think about your new rug but i don't want to be rude and i don't want to lie i want to be polite and say something what satisfy them but not to lie what about does I got it make you happy what what say does it make you happy then i love it well, okay, so that's what we got into even deeper because if I, if I, I'm actually, I want them to be happy, but it saddens me that it is this kind of materialism that make them happy right. or that they seem to need in order to quote, be happy because I don't believe that it do make them happy. So I cannot fall back on just saying something like, well, if you're happy, that's great because that seemed weird to me. And so you. And so then no, I'll be you, into, and you. Should I? Can do I have the right to be judgmental about what make them happy all right. and all this? Let's role play this. Okay. Okay. So I'm you, okay. and you're your douchebag friends who spent <laughs> too much money on on countertops. <laughs> Ask me the question. Okay. Hey, what? Do you Hola. Hello, Miss Giselle. Well, oh, I'm all done with the button making for the day. I'd like to see your place. Hello, Giselle. Welcome. Uh, would you like some? Coffee? We don't have any tea because Stephen Kruger was over and he guzzled it. Any, but what uh, do you think of my new granite countertops? 
I don't understand what's happening right now. You have a stutter. And they'll go, oh. no, I got it, I got it. That's some kind of genius. <laughs> That's genius. Gets you out of any any jam. So, but you you were looking. You solicited help from the internet. I did, and the internet told me, and and you came up with a good one too. The internet came up with some really good neutral replies that sort of put the focus back on their in experience. So some, well, one of the replies was, "Ooh, it looks so lavish," and that's very clever because, from what I understand, lavish have both positive and negative. Mm-hmm. So I can say, that looks so lavish, meaning wasteful right. and self-indulgent. And they can mean, oh, fancy schmancy. So they can take it as a compliment, and I don't have to lie. But Marty had a really good one, which was, that looked perfect for you, or that looked like it it make you really happy. Uh, if Dan were here, he would say, fun, 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 fun. <laughs> it's, a, it's all up oh. there. <laughs> yeah. uh, what it, I That's probably good. said the story before, but an old... Uh, movie exec producer friend of mine uh, made a movie for uh, Mel Brooks called Life Stinks and they screened it at the studio. I don't know if you've seen this movie. I have. It is not good. It, not the best, but I still it's, liked it. Yeah. Because I like that guy. Yeah, but it's a bad, it's not not a good Mel Brooks movie. And Mel Brooks turned to him and said, so what'd you think? And this is a line I have used a million times and he said, it's all up there on the screen. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you're right. Yeah. So you did you didn't judge it and he wants to just know did 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 my vision end up up there so but yeah it's all it's all there oh that's perfect so okay what do you think of this new place it's all there it's it's perfect it's so you it's Is so that you a good one it's yes. so no, you no, I think it's perfect for you it's perfect it's for you but I also don't have a problem lying I will lie I just like, now you said when we were talking about this last night you said something very interesting you said I lie to my family all the time sure of <laughs> <laughs> do they listen should we not talk about oh them? no we can talk about it okay so what do you lie about oh it, I'm in the Avengers mom <laughs> <laughs> I watched whole movie where are you at I'm the guy in the mask. <laughs> I'm in the mask. Oh, you got good body now, Marty. <laughs> Sorry, I, I, I haven't brought her out. That's so good. I love her. <laughs> I do love her. Uh, Please have her on so she can just sit quietly in yeah. that chair Does staring at him. Does she speak with an accent like that? She was born in Whittier. So <laughs> shit, don't speak with an accent. <laughs> Marty, mm-hmm. uh, everyone was asking you as our resident Asian. <laughs> He's doing his residency? <laughs> He's going to matriculate on after we're going to get another kid He's in here? hoping to get an internship. Yeah, a fellowship. But uh, those two guys who escaped from prison, they left a note saying... Have a nice day, which would have been fine, little taunting note, but it also have a racist caricature. For those of you who don't know, there was a, the note. a prison in uh, upstate New York, I think, where these two murderers they escaped, and apparently they, you know, they used a grinder to to uh, make a giant hole in a big duct or pipe or something like that, and, and escaped. And very Shawshank redemption. Tools. Yeah, but with power tools. With power tools. And. Uh, <laughs> And then he left this note, this, a little post-it with a, a little Chinese or an Asian caricature, smiley face, saying, have a nice day. And I don't know. I mean, I think it's, I'm more worried that there are two murderers loose <laughs> and that there might be two racist murderers. <laughs> <laughs> that 
Yeah, the racist is probably <laughs> implied. What is worse? <laughs> probably implied. Or yeah. Racist yeah. Murderer. yeah. Yeah. I, I'm so offended that these murders left this ugh, slanty eyed. Oh, that, is that what I look like to them? Oh, that makes me so mad. But to what end? Was there a, a, a Chinese guard they were yeah, giving we the finger to? Yeah, we don't know yet. They just want to, eh, let's, let's, while, while we're escaping from prison for a federal crime. Well, I think it was printed on there. It looked like it was printed. So maybe that was just what was on you sale You mean there's Target. a company that made <laughs> post-it notes with little racist caricatures sure, printed on it? I don't know. Um, I wouldn't Etsy. be surprised. We we put an Etsy. Yeah, yeah. We'll because who has time to draw your own? I just need to tear and <laughs> stick circle, and go. Two slashes and a big smile. Yeah. Who have the time? time? I'm busy watching Chelsea lately. Oh, yeah. We talked about Chelsea Handler. <laughs> oh, I thought you said Jazzy lately. Chelsea lately. Chelsea. Chelsea lately. Jazzy lately. <laughs> All right. So, what the? F- are Jesse you familiar? Lately. It's time for Jesse Lee. <laughs> are you familiar with Uwe Boll? Uh, is countrymen the... of yours? Yeah, he's, yeah, he's great. Uh, it might be Austrian. I don't know. Is he German? He, I guess. Is German. there he's really the one... a difference between I Austria? I mean, if you're only if you're Austrian. Sorry, Austria. But, I don't see differences between anybody. Uh, so he's a uh, anybody. I am you, and you is me. He's a director who's directed, you know, just probably like 15, 20 movies. And, and he got butt hurt because nobody he, would give him he money. Got, uh, he frequently does these these movie adaptations of video games. Yes. And uh, and I guess, I think there's a game called Rampage. And, yes. And he did one and two. Uh, and then he was trying to crowdfund for... Isn't Rampage the one where the you turn into the Godzillas and the King Kongs and you smash buildings? That is Rampage, but I think the, his is a different one. This might yeah. be the well, one... Well, you should have made that one. You actually, idiot. Rampage 1 and 2, I think these are his Wall Street ones, like where it's about a, a traitor who or goes on a violent rampage on bankers. So it's like a political statement. Mm, deep. Yeah. And so he's trying to do Rampage 3 and trying to cram- crowdfund for it. And I guess he didn't reach his Kickstarter goal. And this is what he said about it. Um, all right. And uh, that is the last update. We have only four days to do with the Rampage campaign. And that was my third campaign now uh, after Postal 2 failed, after Indigo Go for Rampage 3 failed. And now Kickstarter failed too. And uh, basically my message is... Fuck yourself, because that is so fucking absurd what retarded amateur idiots collecting money on that absurd website, you know. We get approached by people like Kickstarter, do it, do it, and you have hundreds, thousands of people contacting you to make a fast dime to say, I can push your uh, campaign and I get 10% of whatever you collect, and it's all fucking bullshit, and I will never do it in my life again. For me, crowdfunding is is absolutely dead. Goodbye. And it looks like nobody gives a shit about Rampage 3, so maybe I shouldn't do it then. I have enough uh, money to play golf till I'm dead. And I was willing to... I have enough money to play golf till I'm dead. Um, Yeah. Well, then do that. Do us all a favor. It's so interesting. Earlier in the show, uh, we were talking about um, how anger cover up hurt. Mm -hmm. And... uh, I think he was really hurt. He, he's, he's think- beginning to wonder if he's viable. He, he don't know if people care about what he, his artwork. Well, he did make a movie called Blubberella, 
which is an action comedy centered on an overweight woman whose footsteps cause explosions and whose dual swords are used against anyone who makes fun of her. He is widely considered in the internet sphere as the worst director ever. Mm -hmm. He is like... Uh, didn't some guy fight him? Uh, yeah, he, a, he uh, fought a critic. Critic, yeah. In a, in a boxing ring. Right, and he won. I think he's working out some problems that have I, I believe he's been a with doctor him for many well. years. Yeah? Yeah. Like George Childhood Lowe is a doctor. got bullied or something. He sounds like a great motivational speaker. I know. You're not going to make it. Fuck you. Leave the auditorium. Give me my money. He's, he's played pl- Hitler in Blubberella. Which I bet he enjoyed more than he should have. Yeah. Just put him and Shia LaBeouf <laughs> in a room together and see who ca- comes out alive. Um, there just will be a puddle of ego seeping out the door. Oh, it's just ooh, <laughs> stinky ego. Um, <laughs> that don't come out of the rug, you know, once you get <laughs> ego smeared on your rug. Um, so how was your meeting? <laughs> it was good. Okay, good. Uh, have you guys ever seen an Uwe Boll movie? They're, I just looked through his whole filmography. I've, I've never even heard of any of them. They're, they're a bunch on Netflix. They're, they're really bad. He's terrible. And it's really, he's just out of touch with, uh, I think comedy is a, like, he, clearly he's trying to make jokes and when it's just a, just to completely out of step, out of rhythm. And I think that is a, uh, a, yeah, he should never have made movies, but he made millions of dollars doing this. That's amazing. God bless him. Wow. God bless him. Yeah. And time to retire. It sounds like. Yeah. Well, when several Kickstarters fail, I think that's the market saying, "We're done. Why, yeah, don't, yeah. why don't you go play golf?" Yeah, I mean, and it's so I, go it's play a, golf. It's a different skill than convincing a bunch of, you know, investors who have like all the this money from you know millions of dollars from dentists who want to get in the movie business. And they fall in love with the fact that, oh, this guy has the, he's charming or whatever, he's convincing in a room, as opposed to the actual movie-going public saying, oh, we don't want to buy your movie, Mm. you know? And that's those are two different skill sets, and I think the market has spoken, and... That's a slap in the face, because that's the fans saying, I think you said it all in, what what was the movie? Rampage 1 and 2? I think you've said it all. There's no need, like The Godfather, we didn't need a third one. Mm. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, has there ever been a good third uh, movie? Rocky. <laughs> I liked all of them. Rocky Three was great. Yeah, I, I liked all of them. You know, I never saw. You liked Rocky. I did. Who the fuck are you? <laughs> you go home and oh, get him, Clubber Lang. He's a bad man. He needs to be beaten. Big, well, uh, you know, sometimes these things get grandfathered in because I watched the first Rocky and it was so good and the story behind how it get made is compelling to me. And so then all from then, everything Sylvester Stallone do, I'm on board because I like him. Everything he do. Everything he do. Even Oscar? No, you never saw that. What was that one? Stop or my mom will shoot. Stop or my mom will shoot. Yeah, I liked it. You liked that one? I did. Jesus. Because I like him. Ugh, I just like him. He's a turd. He's, he's cute. He have that cute, funny mouth, and he's so short, but he don't feel good about that. No. And he's great. I, I like his acting. He's a great orator. I like his looks. I watched Rocky I like Balboa, the last one. Yeah. I don't think I understood a word of dialogue. Miggy. Who's his brother? definitely got words. Who's the guy, his brother, Polly? Polly. I got to do the black part of the me, and I don't understand how to get it. That's good. That's a check the gate. All right, we're moving on. All right. 
Uh, that's <laughs> you know he could star in your musical. He's the star. <laughs> he he unites all the homeless people in song. I'm <laughs> two, three, four. Uh, He's the translator. Actually, yeah. you'll say, "Hey, Rocky, uh, explain to them that I need them to be more stage." Oh boy, you like Rocky three? That's not a good. That's one. the one with the Russian. I like that's all four. of them. Oh. What was three? Clubber Lang. That's Mr. T. Him. <laughs> like he's some great. Wait, actor. what was two? That was. Here's uh, the question. He wins in two. He beats Apollo Creed in two. Yeah. Three is um shit. Clubber Lang. Mm-hmm. Although it does have the uh, prediction pain. <laughs> Good line. And four is Ivan. Four Drago. is Ivan Drago. Five is his son fights, and Rocky Balboa is I don't know what the fuck his that was. I've only seen one. Really? <gasps> well, you in for a treat. I saw three in the theater. Is that the one where he does the American Express commercial with the Muppets or something? Jeez. I think I just remember that the Muppets were on, and I got super excited. So, was it a show that you were meeting on, or <laughs> was it a movie? Or? It's just a call. Oh, okay. We're going to dip into the mail sack. Mail sack, mail sack. Come on, get my hands in that mail sack. Yeah, that was great. We have a, a really light mail sack this week. I have some questions to ask if we need filler. <laughs> Where were you like an hour ago? <laughs> uh, actually, we got two two emails from the same person, uh, or three emails from the same person. This is, is a light mail from Jan. He says, uh, "Oh, he was going to send us." Hello a- again. Just wanted to say thank you very much for the advice you gave about writing. My main problem is hippie mo- Tourette's. That's what that's what's going on here. <laughs> Oh, I have a thought and emotion. I must get it out. <laughs> I love you all so much. I love everyone, and everyone writes, and I feel so good, and the rainbow comes out of my pussy. I feel wonderful. <laughs> that was Come the... have dinner with me. Come have a quesadilla with me, Tom Hardy. I will give you my rainbow pussy. I don't care. My main problem is motivation. I have the ideas, two of which I believe are very good, but sitting down to write and doing a full... All this time you're writing us these three fucking emails, you could have written something, dickhead. Hey. Jesus Christ! Sorry, I'm really hungry. No, no, I agree. I was going to say. I agree. Yon is a dickhead. No, without the anger. Yon, go fuck yourself. No, literally. Take your dick and stick it up your own asshole. Fuck yourself. Fuck you for writing us. Don't listen. Fuck you. Listening. Don't listen. Fuck you. Yon, failure. You are a failure. See, if I'd been nice, that whole bit never would have happened. But (laughs) sitting there. Here's the brown note. Once there was this boy who You sound like monks. If you're born Canadian, you get one of those two voices. You get Getty Lee Getty or Lee. Bare Naked Ladies. Or no what, middle. What is it called? Um, uh, crash Test Dummies. Crash Test Dummies. I like Bare Naked Ladies, just an improvised song in Cleveland about eating at the Happy Dog. How does it go? I don't remember. It was like a blues improvised song about eating hot dogs at my brother's bar. If you have a hot dog, you now, seriously, eat it if with Jay Bare Naked Ladies, Toad the Wet Sprocket, and Crash Death Dummies all walked in here, could we tell them apart? Would you know? <laughs> nope. I don't know that's a good, from any of those bands. That's a good like. game show. What's the one with the bird uh, or the girl? Everything but the girl? 
Are they Canadian? I think they're English. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Who's the ones who would walk 500 miles? They're, they're well, Scottish. Proclaimers. Those are the proclaimers. They're Scottish. Like oh, they're Scottish. Scottish or what? I mean, Scottish. <laughs> is there a difference? Yeah, exactly. <gasps> Don't There's a huge it. difference. Oh, they will take Come on. Offense. I can understand Welsh people. I cannot understand Scottish people. I know, but they're all... Come on. So, Jan. Sitting down to write after doing... Um, <laughs> how did his meeting go? Uh, <laughs> doing a shift at work. Uh, he tests video games for a living, and it's very repetitive, as you can imagine. Um, but sitting down to, to write after a full shift at work almost feels like doing another job after do- having just done one. Yes, it is. That's it exactly. Is. Yeah. What, oh. what are you? Are you looking for free handouts here? What's your problem? It, hey, if it we were have easy. To be nurturing. Yeah. So I don't actually. No. It it, okay, it does you make don't. sense. I it, like to. I get. I get it. And that's that's the challenge that that is. Let presented. us cradle One of him many well, in the warm listen, bosom let, of our positivity. Let's listen to him. Let's oh. him be the cat crowning out of our vaginas. I agree with the "just do it" attitude. <laughs> a good kick up the arse would help me a long way. Really? See, that's what I've been doing this whole time. Mm. Exactly what he needs me no, to do. No, you told him to fuck himself. Exactly. No, I that's told him to fuck himself. Uh, you said "fuck you" to him. That's not a kick up the ass. No, what the that's, hell is? that's a dismissal. No, yeah, let's let's make him part of our nation of fucking wussies. That'll help. Uh, um, All of you. Is he from this country? <laughs> no, he's uh, Norwegian in England. Oh, God. After sending you the email, I actually found the courage to ask around at work about pitching video game ideas. I got through to someone who not only gave me some advice, he also gave me different options depending on which route I, I wanted to go with. Uh, it uh, So it's like a choose-your-own-adventure meeting. Uh, this is someone who can at least reach a couple... A dozen big and small video game studios. Anyhow, I gave him a breakdown of my t- two ideas, um, and I'm waiting to hear back. Thanks again. It was both shocking to hear my email read out loud and to have three people talking at me <laughs> using my name and pronouncing it correctly. It was as if a pot smoker, um, if I were, was a pot smoker, I'd probably have a massive trip right now. <laughs> Laptop is talking to me. It knows my name. Um, have a bowl of grimace vomit on me. You've all earned it. Nice. Uh, insert obligatory Kruger's balls comment here. So he did well not done. send us a well script. Done. No, he's there's an... two more emails yet to come. Yeah. Oh. He's been very oh. prolific in the last week. A... I'm proud of him. Uh, P.S. But I look did... at that. He stuck his neck out, and that's what it, that's the first step. That's what it takes. You got to be willing to stick your neck out. I didn't realize you hadn't finished responding to my email on air, seeing I just heard the episode. Uh, and unable to listen live, I suppose my deadline for a one-minute uh, bit should be extended, couldn't it? Nope, nope, nope. Just do it. Uh, so then we get to the one-minute scene. Okay, so... You didn't print out scripts with character breakdowns for us all? Whoa! So, this is amazing. Okay, so I'm going to read you greetings. Wow. Please, I'll, I'll read right, this. Let me finish sta- reading. I'll okay. read the stage direction. It, it, there's a long mail email to go with this. So, um, he we're says, "Fourteen uh, bars." So it's going to take me a while. He says, "Greetings. Please uh, find the attached one-page scene you requested. It's a comedy fantasy time travel period piece in one page. You know that famous genre. The characters: Tim, eighteen, our directionless, lov- lovable loser." So we have it. Put your phone on silent, Marty. Why, it, why would you not do that? That just seems like. Is that Periscope trying to kill itself? Yeah. Because it can't believe it's watching this. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Tim, a directionless, lovable loser hero, Tim? 18. Steph, 18, his intellectual superior. Oh, that'd be me. Happy Steph. And Andy, Steph's brother, comic relief character and comic book proprietor. Also, uh, where Tim works. Giselle. Uh, set up for the scene. The trio are at a Viking festival yeah, at the are. insistence of Tim and Andy. Steph comes along as the uh, only 
one of the three with a car. In the script, we're a few pages, uh, in theory, away from the inciting incident where they get sent back in time to the Viking Age. Oh, wait, Steph is a woman. Yeah, I yeah, think so. Why, why would you think Steph is a guy? Steph, Steph Stefan, Stephen? I don't know any Stephs that are, are guys. Uh, okay. uh, the one from the John Hughes movie? Steph. Steph. No, no, okay. no. Um, the festival they're at is a disgustingly commercial version of what life in the Viking age might be. You know, that place. Oh, like a Renaissance fair, but for Vikings. Mm-hmm. Okay. There's an archaeology. Yeah, I got that from Viking Festival. There's an archaeological dig where you pay $20 I have to, sound it out. to <laughs> dig around in a big hole. Listen! Uh, there's an archaeological dig. And they're standing around no, a no, big hole. No, no, where you pay $20 to dig around in a big hole and you get to keep anything you find. Okay. Oh, that's fun. Um, Tim finds a big brass hammer. Spoiler alert. It turns out to be Thor's hammer. How does he pick it up then? And it sends him back. Ooh, burn. Later. Uh, and has a bit of an argument with the person running the dig as it's much too fancy for what he is supposed to find. Um, I've lacked the discipline to write even though I have 75%. Stop knocking yourself, man. God, it's annoying. All right. Um, he says, uh, your motivational speech, just do it, has been shockingly effective. Thanks for the verbal slap in the face you. and all your advice. Now I wish See? I didn't spend all the money yeah. going to Philadelphia in March. Instead, gone to California to stock you all for 10 days. Thank God you went to Philadelphia. <laughs> uh, okay. So the who, seat of our nation's democracy. So, wait, so who is Andy? Uh, that's the lead. Yeah, and who's going to play him? Wait, wait, wait. Hey, Marty, have you cast us all yeah, already? Yeah, I did. Okay. Uh, you're Tim. You're uh-huh. Andy. You're Steph. I'm Steph. Okay. Tim's a loser. It's not exterior Viking. No you know you festival. can't judge the characters you play. That's right. Just bring, archaeological bring your dig realism. day. Tim climbs out of the archaeological dig pit. That's me. Clutching <laughs> the big brass <sighs> hammer, he shows his prize to Steph and Andy, and eh? he holds his arm out. Eh? All right, give it here. Only real men can handle such sophisticated uh, toolery. A real man? You run a comic book store. Steph shifts her legs around uncomfortably. What's with the legs, sis? Female problems? Don't be gross. I need to pee. Now who's being gross? Tim points to a row of porta potties further down, painted brown, with moss on top. Next to them is a sign, Authentic Viking Toilets, $5. You can go over there. There's no line or anything. If you haven't noticed, there's a good reason for that. And stop pointing. You're not body snatched. Uh, she forcibly pushes <clears throat> his head hand down. <clears throat> no, I think I'll just go the old-fashioned way, just like the Vikings. Crouch down in the woods. Steph gestures towards the woods at the top of the hill. And sing. <laughs> um, this has been Smodco's Morning Show Theater. So um, the third act. Way to run a, you think a the, table read, Mark. What would you think of the third act? <laughs> I'm hooked in. I want to know what happened. I'm fascinated by Steph's arc. <laughs> she... I haven't found Andy's stem yet, but I'm going, to work, I'm going to work. I'm going to workshop it. We found her obstacle. She has to pee, or her motivation is she she wants to pee. Her obstacle is she has to pay five dollars to go. Oh, so you know. so when she so I I don't I'm so I'm dying to know how she gets past this obstacle. Well, here's what I happens. think. I think um, when she goes into the woods to pee, something going to happen. I think Tim should use his hammer and knock down all the porta potties. That's what I would do with Thor's hammer. Maybe her pee seep into a magic rock that was waiting for just a little bit of moisture in order to reignite and go back. Or when she'll bring, bring the bad a bad guy to life that uh, Tim has to battle with Thor's hammer. When she goes to pee, she sees an older woman squatting and peeing, 
and sees and her. sees her future self and realizes yeah, she's in a time ribbon. Time loop. And all of them appear. But she can't believe how much gray pubic hair yeah, her future and, self has. Her face is right in her, right her own hairy bush. Her own hairy bush. Isn't that what, what happened to you, Giselle? You talked about that. We're, that's a callback that's a call from back. like a month ago. Yeah, to your story. <laughs> so don't sigh at us. You're the one who told us that. I will sigh at you. How dare you sigh? <laughs> um. All right. But Andy's the hero, correct? He is the... I think Tim is the... Um, I think that Tim's two, the one you're really rooting two for. Two of you have the two of you have a deep, uh, you know, like a, a competition, but friendship, and you're gonna have one of those scenes like in all the Fast and Furious movies when Vin Diesel talk about his father, man. <laughs> what What are you watching on the weekends? What do you do with your free time? <laughs> I saw Spy this weekend. Of course you did. I you like did? Melissa McCarthy. The movie to me was meh meh. But I do it was like no Rocky Three. It was no Rocky Three, but I do like Melissa McCarthy. She's wonderful. She's wonderful. What was that? She's wonderful. You look like you're having a stroke when you're trying to say I'm it. Trying it, to it, be you. I know, but it's not a facial tick. It's wonderful. Oh, it's a vocal. Okay, hold on. You did that without even moving. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I'm a pro. I like know what I'm doing. Like a ventriloquist. We. Okay. We. Let me do it. It's one. Wait, hold on. What is it? <laughs> Oh, Scott, everything is wonderful. Everything is wonderful. <laughs> now you look like you're trying to take a shit or you're constipated. Everything is wonderful. Everything is wonderful. <laughs> it's not pained. It's not labored. Everything is wonderful. So so this uh, this Ding Dong wrote this thing and sent it out. Yeah, I, I think um, awesome. what he's oh. doing is uh, smart, uh, I think. Well, I jokingly made fun of your inability to run a table read, mm. but you learn a lot when you have people. They don't have to be actors. Clearly, much <laughs> right, of this as, table as is as not we actors. This, we proved this morning. But just hearing it aloud because there are lines, you're like, hmm, that's, uh, that's, that on, that's on. It takes guts to share it and to yeah. share it yeah, in man. such a public forum. But you'll, now, you'll learn, oh, the movie doesn't start for 20 pages or that right. li- those lines don't. That's two. So those on the two characters keep saying the same thing. Yes. Maybe they're just one character. How long oh. do you think it took him to to write that one page? Oh, like a year. No, no, no this no. is when from... he sat down and wrote, wrote this one. Uh, a he year. cranked it out. Uh, Jan, is this an excerpt from a bigger piece, or you just wrote? Did this you not one hear page? the whole thing? I thought it was an excerpt from something he was working. Her headphones have transcendental meditation I heard, because tapes. Because you said all this is going to happen and all this has happened. That's yeah, what made me he, think he's he had, written a bigger piece. And he said he had seventy-five percent of it written out in his head. Oh, in his head. See, the whole thing is he can't sit down and write. Yes, he can. He's just saying he can't as an excuse. Okay, well, well clearly he can. So this is a this great is start. Thing. Yeah. So um, I'm guessing it probably took you an hour or two to write this. Just do it a hundred more doesn't times. Matter. No, just do it a hundred. And it doesn't matter how long it took. That's not. That no, there's never reason not to do like it. it. If you do one, then you do the second page. Right. And then you just, you my guys, point is, the is two of you are saying the same thing. thing. Know, yeah. So one of us is we need to combine you. I'm listening. Combine I'm just, you into I'm one character. My ad- advice is: when you finish the script, stop writing it. <laughs> you know, and just keep rewrite it, but don't keep writing. Like if you writes a page a day, yeah, stop when you're done. And when you finish writing it, then you take a meeting, right? In a parking lot? Oh, didn't you just have a meeting? Yeah, I had a meeting this morning. I had a conference call. Oh. Oh. How many well, people who was on, on the, it? Yeah, how many people are on the call? Just me. 
<laughs> I'm just standing in a parking lot with my phone pressed up to my ear, just pretending to go, from your hey, own. Hollywood, it's Steve calling. Right. I just had an espresso. How's that, de- how's that deal coming? Is it good? I can't do that. I, we got to renegotiate that point. I'm going to have to circle back. Let's circle back. Let's jump on another conference yeah. call. And you were actually on a payphone, right? Yeah, it was on a payphone. Yeah. There's a payphone right at the corner here. and It still works? I, th- I think it does. I th- wow, yeah. that's a rarity. Yeah. Um, so you have made reference to the fact that you're moving. Is that happening? I have made reference? Yes. This is uh, a to hard Austin or yeah, to Austin. This is a hard topic for yeah. me. Oh no! Why is it? So a, are you are you are I you like indeed moving? You. Yeah. Do you have a date? At the end of this month. Really? Yeah. Wow. And what what uh, is motivating you to to go? Um, my hatred of uh, Los Angeles. No, 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 no. Uh, my fiance has it's never making you and no, 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 no. She has never lived outside of Los Angeles. She does not really? need to live here. Well, she lived in Orange, Orange County, County, whatever. Yeah. I didn't know that. I didn't know she was a California native. Really, T- tall, blonde, and dingy. That's yeah, it's, it's kind it of describes a lot of people. That's true. Um, and I love Austin, and I can write pilots that don't go from another city. Has she? Uh, I totally forgot my question. You guys have visit. You guys have like gone on scouting. Oh yes, yes. We were going to go time. last year, and then I got a, a gig, and then a pilot, and then I was, you know, it got delayed. But, but what if this meeting, this conference call today, really pans out? Here's the thing: you don't, unless you're like Phil and constantly on staff on a show, and you just jump from show to show. I write pilots, and then do consulting, and I also do some. I direct commercials now. I, I don't do any of that here. So, like, go to Austin. Mm-hmm. Nice people there. I was there last weekend. When, whenever I we're uh, subletting a house, mm-hmm. furnished and everything, just to test it out. And we're also we're gonna buy a place there regardless. Uh-huh. Like if we nice. move back, we gotta rent it out. That is yeah. the city of the future. I've never seen so many cranes building I, everywhere. I a group of friends who just went to Austin to look for a property that don't intend to live in Austin, but for yeah. the same reason. Um, and the lady works with some tech companies who, during South by Southwest, they'll rent your house for five grand. Like you'll pay many months mortgage just renting mm-hmm. your house. Like just go to San Antonio for the weekend and s- sit in an Airbnb. So um, just to try it out and, you know. That's it's, exciting. I, w- I want to be around some humidity for a while. Yeah, you picked the, pick the greatest month to, to go there. The, you know, the utilities are included in the place. I'm going to keep it at a, at a balmy 59. Yeah. Guys can yeah. be like, I got a $13,000 electric bill. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Just have the, uh, <laughs> What's that got to do with me? A dehumidifier just going constantly. <laughs> exactly. uh, I'm wearing a fur. I don't know. What, what do you want from me? So do you want to Skype in then when you... Oh, no, 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 no. Yeah, yeah. I can't we'll, believe we're us. not going to have the benefit of you. <laughs> or enjoyment of you. The enjoy- there's no benefit. There's a little, there's a tiny bit of enjoyment. I've been trying to parlay you into my own personal fortune. How's, how's that working it's out for you? Well, no, no. Well. Ask Lance Mountain about how, how much uh, fortune she's getting off of me. <laughs> um, well. No, I live, I don't own my home and it's, uh, it's ridiculously expensive. So we needed to get out anyway. And this is like a sixth month. Let's go live in Austin, and awesome. I can write shitty TV pilots that don't go to series elsewhere. You can hang out with the uh, Linkletter. He's there. Uh, I met with uh, Robert Rodriguez's company. They're mm-hmm. pretty cool. 
uh, El Rey. And Rob Thomas, he, he lives there. And can hang out with Rob Thomas. Well, he's actually here right now. He's, he's, yeah. But, but, he, but he is like one of those, oh, yeah, he lives there but comes out for work. Yeah. And I know people with places to stay. and um, It's more for the lady and us. We need, a, we need an adventure. Mm-hmm. I think it's a great adventure. It yeah. is. And Very if you've cool. not been to Austin, I know a lot of you are in Northern European. You know, yeah. the sun comes out for 16 minutes a day. Austin is awesome. It's America. It would is, you? It's a fabulous I forget. City. Do you do you dig live music? Like, is that? It, would you be going out to shows a lot? Yeah, it's a yeah, good yeah. Town it's, for that. It's a great. It's an unbelievable music town. Probably uh, only eclipsed by, by New Orleans and maybe Nashville. Like, just in terms of like, uh, you could go see music every night, and the food is so good there. Yeah. Um, and there are no Jews. <laughs> well, I'd be the one Jew. They'd have to raise the Jew flag in the, the, the town square. He's here. Are you going to start a congregation? Join a synagogue? No, I'm not. I'm not uh, observant. I'm not observant. Just my mom happened to be a Jew. That's all. But it, it's it's. I was at the Soho House yesterday, which uh, if you've not been, is um, high school for Hollywood people. It's just this I- invite only club. And it's every douchebag, writer, producer, agent, executive, all sitting there. A friend of mine was telling me about it like it was the greatest thing and I had to go with her. I was like, this sounds fucking terrible. I was meeting a British guy. British. That's the reason for the phone call. But he's a a member of the British one. He comes to town. That's where he posts up and has meetings. Uh And it was... It is entourage. You are walking around like, I'm like, oh, it's him and them. But the food is good. (laughs) It okay, is. it is. It it is exactly like high school. Everyone is looking over their shoulder, like who's Ugh. who's he sitting with, and who who's that over there, and what is that guy doing here? It's fun to wander the halls, though. Like, <laughs> I know. Are you going to shit on my point entirely, or are you going to agree with anything? There are. I'm going to shit on your other point too. There are seven synagogues in Austin. Thank you, <laughs> Internet. I love Google. So proud of himself. <laughs> I love Google. I don't mean that in the literal. There are no Jews there. I mean that it's not an industry town like Los Angeles, where you're oh. judged by everyone and you lose jobs because um, the guy that created Coach sold us a show and we can't do yours. I'm like, that guy's alive. I actually work with that dude. He's really nice, Barry Kemp. But they're doing Coach again on uh, oh, network TV. Who's oh. Playing Coach, Craig T. Nelson. Really? <gasps> yeah. Awesome. Oh, wow. So you know, I just thought I'd I check some mouths out for a while. You know, suddenly your whole life plan make a lot of sense to me when you tell me this news about Coach. So we have a few more weeks of you, and that will bring more weight to our our end of July, uh, end of June show. Yes. Uh, we're going to do a Sunday afternoon show, probably, four to six before NetHeads. And, uh, Won't you please come? <laughs> She's petting my furry arm hair. Please um, come to Eagle Rock. Is she it the 28th? I think no. I'm, yeah, I'm leaving like the first. Okay. Or something, I don't know. You guys gonna it can be your, what do they call it? It's one song, duck song? Chicken song? Yeah. Chicken song. Chicken song's good. It'll and definitely then, be his chicken song. And then Dan will be here, and we'll try to get Emily here. Can you see if Emily will come? Yeah, I'll text her right now. James will fly down from Sacramento. Yeah. What was the date? Uh, the 28th. Um, and then we'll have a we'll have a big blowout. It'll be really fun. Um, and are you going to drive out there? Are you going to... Yeah, you have to... Are you going to... How are you getting there? This is really train. Fun. Train. Okay, Taking the tra- Greyhound. You're going to hop on the caboose? Yeah. Uh, we're figuring that out because of 
cars and, and whatnot. But Do you it, need a driver? An, I'm going to Uber it there. <laughs> That'll be 7850 Uh Make sure you give me five stars because I spent, I spent <laughs> 31 hours with you in, in, my, in my Lexus. There's bottled water in the yeah, back. I'm, I'm all water. done with the bottled water. <laughs> you want to pull over, Armin? You're, uh, you're looking real tired there. <laughs> I need to get back to Glendale. My children, they need to be fed. There's a lot of Armenians that drive Ubers in Los Angeles. Named Armin. Named Armin. Yeah, yeah. Um, well, that's, that's both uh, sad and exciting. So, um, it is. It's sad sighting. Sad sighting. Sad sighting. Uh, can we come visit you? No. <laughs> Maybe we take a road trip. Yeah. Oh, seriously. Yeah. We should take a road trip and podcast from the road and then we arrive at your house and we'll be like a glorious reunion come on by yeah. hey Steve it's us I'm on a meeting I'm on a I conference call in there <laughs> remember we were here remember us Steve we're oh boy b- yeah. we brought some snakes <laughs> I've also I've known a bunch of snakes. Los, An- Los Angeles what kind of snakes Los Angelinos who have moved there <laughs> There's a great exodus there. I think like 120 people move to Austin a day. Oh, you know, wow. it's just, it's that city. Uh, that, that makes me happy. And, uh, I, some of these people are major ding-dongs. Like, I don't know how they worked here and they have found a, a, a world and a community there. So I'm like, oh, maybe I'll check it out and see. Standing in line at Franklin's barbecue. <laughs> that's, uh, that's, I don't know. I don't think I could wait three hours. You know, wake up at seven in the morning to have brisket. You know, that's hardcore. There's a way around it. Although they did yesterday change their rules about putting someone in line to hold your space. It can only be for one person. You can't hold the line for a party of ten. Oh, that's it's this famous barbecue place where it's it's three hours in line, and they sell out every Every day. day They sell out. I went there once, and a guy says, "Sorry, from these people on, I can't promise you barbecue." Right? It's great. Yeah. So I didn't get any. I told (laughs) Sam. So you've never had it. I have never had it. That's the place where Obama visited. You can do that. You can. You can no, but you have to buy like an entire brisket. It's a hundred dollars, but if you get a bunch of people, it's fucking Barbie. Who cares? Oh, it looks so good though. Whatever. Uh, Okay, so we'll come and visit you. Yeah, absolutely. Franklin's together. Well, well, live. I think a road trip would really, really be fun. Have you been to Austin? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. You know, I liked it. It's a good place. And you've not been. I've not been. Oh yeah. I nearly lived there with a rock band, but we ended up moving to Portland. How'd that work out? Did I was a hell of a summer. it's a sore topic. <laughs> oh, right. It's not it's actually. It's a hell of a summer. Yeah. Oh. Uh, I lived in Portland in in the nineties. You weren't supposed to hear me say band. that. That's why I whispered it. <laughs> but into the mic. If you whisper into the mic, they can hear you. So good. Shh. Marty won't hear me otherwise. <laughs> Your Giselle is getting way better, Marty. Thanks. All right, yeah, Giselle, your Giselle is getting really good. Really good. <laughs> I, I, I think, think you're getting close. I think my Giselle is starting to dissipate. <laughs> <laughs> so everybody out there listening, get uh, get some love in for Steve uh, before that and before the 28th. Uh, send in your emails to at uh, noonerpodcast at gmail dot com. Uh, we might have some other exciting things in the works, uh, and you can tweet us all at our names. Um, what? Yeah. Oh, well, no, yours is like Bill Watterson. It's Twitter. And, um. <laughs> Does he do that every time? Every time. <laughs>
and, and never yeah. lands, can never we, works, never, never, works. No. never worked, but no. he never gives up. Can we ask uh, Jan to send us another page? Oh yeah, send I, you. I what happens it. next? Send us the yeah. next page, and we'll, yeah. we'll continue to do that. Yeah, I want to work on this Tim character. Uh, find out. Um, uh, tell us more about yourself by sending us an email. And um, see anything else? Where are you going to go up this? Are you open micing this weekend anywhere? I am. I'm doing my Australian character. Wait, wait. You're performing this weekend? Yeah, yeah. I'm doing. I'm doing I, my sw- my fuck you to Los Angeles. Is I'm going to go up at uh, a comedy Ha-ha club. Ha ha McGillicuddy's. Ha ha McGillicuddy's flappers in Burbank, and I'm going to go. Good day, mate. My name is Steve, and this is some comedy. And then I'm going to do three Jews go into a bar. It catches on fire and they die. And a joke. Joke over. <laughs> joke over. And we will see you next Tuesday. has been a production of Smodco Internet Radio.